What's going on, baby? It's WWE superstar Kofi Kingston here, and Dan Black, the cow heavyweight champion. Kofi Kingston, the WWE heavyweight champion. I think it has a good ring to it. It's bound to happen. We got to make it happen, baby. Lime, duh. Ah, 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 ah. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello. to the Comedians of Wrestling podcast, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host and the champion of the Comedians of Wrestling podcast, baby, Dan Black, a.k.a. Donsky Blackamora, a.k.a. Donnie Wrestling, Donnie Wrestling. A.K.A. Donnie Capri from the time I went to Italy. <laughs> A.K.A. The modern day goof. Haraja. WWE Champion Jinder Mayo. I've been here for 12 years. Holy motherfucking shit. A.K.A. I don't, I don't think I do an AK here. Right? <laughs> Man, my voice is still coming back. No. Uh, I think I go... Coming at you like Cleopatra. Or coming at you like Scott Bakula. Coming at you like your champion, baby. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, 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 Oh, yeah. This girl, she's mine. And... <laughs> She's fine. What up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your satisfaction. And uh, with all of our spicy, spicy wrestling reactions. And uh, I got to tell you, my waist is feeling a little heavier right now. I'm feeling a little clunkier sitting here in the seats because I have the cow heavyweight championship back around my waist after defeating that scoundrel, Adam Letterman, at Cow Mania. Hey, let's get into it. Two oh, wait, hold on before I go. What flavor is that? Lime. Duh. Uh, can I, can I... To my front. Actually, what flavor is that? Uh, it doesn't matter what flavor Absolutely it is. Absolutely, to my front. Tangerine, but how would you know that? <laughs> to, you don't answer after the rock fucking interrupts <laughs> yeah. you. Oh, my God. I don't know why we even let an ocean in this studio. To my front, Alex Newmanhagen. What's up, man? Now that man, I'm fucking pumped. Yeah, uh, pumped. we are here, and uh, let's fucking uh, let's uh, we got we got to celebrate. You know yeah. how we celebrate here. You know, you know, how yeah, we do I it. know exactly what's about to happen. Yeah. Now, man, 
right. What up, everybody? Calmania. We are coming off Calmania. We're back here in Los Angeles, back in the studio. And uh, man, it felt like it felt like this weekend didn't even really happen. It yeah. was like a fucking blur. A dream, yeah. Uh, uh, like all good things, flew by fast and didn't even feel real. Um, if you guys want to check out Calmania, the match between me and Adam Letterman from this weekend, including the champion, the package, uh, w- which uh, 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 edited by our very own Anosh McAdams here, uh, the the uh, that tells you the whole story leading up to it. You can go to patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling, support this podcast at the producer level. You can watch that video. I'll also be posting uh, at the producer level the whole video of Calmania um, at some point, either this week or the beginning of next week. I'll let you guys know on the Facebook page. Check out the Comedians of Wrestling Facebook page where you talk about wrestling at four, four in, in the, the morning. morning. Under his eye, bless it, be the fruit. Also, you can pick up your Calmania t-shirts now. Anyone's able to buy them now. Uh, whatever we have left over from the show. I think we still have every size. Some sizes maybe less than others. I don't actually know. I don't have the sizing chart in front of me. But if you want a shirt, DM me. Hit me up on Facebook. Uh, like always, uh, our specialty shirts you just buy right from me. Um, cool. Awesome. And hey, everybody, remember to rate and subscribe to this podcast. This podcast is a five-star podcast You sh- or, or a five-move podcast. No, not that. Hey, five moo podcast, baby. Now, remember, uh, uh, we're gonna have no. There's no bonus episode this week, uh, like where we review movies or whatever, because you get the Calmania video. But we'll go back to having full time bonus episodes next. Week okay, so go join the Patreon support this podcast. So Newman, how you feeling after Cal <laughs> after Cal Mania? Man, I'll tell you what, um, it was just so nice to see. For anyone new listeners, by the way, just to clarify, yeah. Cal Mania was our live show WrestleMania weekend in New York City uh, uh, that uh, was a smashing success. Yeah, and <clears throat> um, featured Dolph Ziggler. Uh, special guest referee Skylar Aston and an actual wrestling match. Yeah, uh, no, I was gonna say, it, it was just really nice to see you know Letterman get his mouth shut for once and for all. Yeah, uh, and it was also kind of surreal because I got to meet some jabroni acts for the first time, uh, and uh, it was weird for me because I've never been part of something where there are fans of that thing. Like yeah. I've been in bands, but like who the fuck? Like our fans are like nobody, right? Uh, right. So like meeting fans of a thing that I am involved in was surreal and awesome and it was nice meeting everybody uh it was yeah it was great it was like it fed my soul in many ways yeah dude i i i, I don't I, know if you wanted a funny answer there but it's a real i don't think there's anything funny to say to be honest yeah. this is the comedians wrestling podcast and we'll go back to being funny but there's times where man uh what a special 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 weekend yeah, yeah. um and 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 i would say truthfully like the the culmination of a lot of uh, hard work on our part here um, and the culmination of your guys' support of this podcast, you know? Uh, obviously, this is just the beginning. I mean, this is the tip of the iceberg, you know? But it's crazy, <laughs> you know, it's crazy when I think about, like, this podcast. I one day was like, man, I I, I think I have something to add to the wrestling world. As a fan of professional wrestling, as a comedian, I think that 
I think that I have something to say here, which is always kind of a, uh, I don't know, a, a kind of an, an arrogant thought, you know sure. what I mean, or like a, a self-centered thing. I ordered a microphone off of Amazon. Uh, uh, and just started recording them. Had the Hardys music before even the Hardys were <laughs> going to be in the realm of WWE, and just started the pod. Uh, we had very few listeners at first, and uh, it's grown to the point where you know at the show, I I felt like my mind was kind of blown yeah. in the show when the show started, and I was doing the intro, and it felt like a majority of the crowd was saying it along with me. Yeah. Which you can listen to, by the way, though, Calmania, the audio from Calmania is available. It's just a free episode on our feed right now. It's the episode right before this one. Listen to that one. I interviewed Dolph Ziggler on there. Uh, but that was a very special uh, moment to me. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, and uh, the most important thing about, for me, and I think this comes from my improv background, for any new listeners, you know, I, I studied improv for a long time here at Uprises Brigade Theater, where we're, we are recording the podcast right now. And I come from an improv background, which is very much uh, a ensemble committee mentality, you know? So for me, when I see so many moving parts and like people working together and people bringing their talents to the Cal podcast, that is. That is like very uh, special to me, yeah. you know, and I think there's some people I owe big thank yous to and shout outs uh, 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 to. But I think, um, I, 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 yeah, I think first thing I want to say is Newman, you were fucking awesome. Thank at the you. Show. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, just to say it here on the pod, people don't know this. And look, Newman, we can cut this out if you feel like this is not. Uh, 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 but Newman, I coached Newman at improv. Yeah. And Newman was here at the theater, not really getting the recognition he deserves. Oh, thank you. You know what I'm saying? And that's part of it. There's a lot of people who come through this place. It's hard to get noticed. It's hard. And, and, and there's all kinds of politics like any establishment. But Newman came on this podcast, and I feel like you've grown so much from doing the pod. And uh, 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 really brought, like you know, you know, brought some hilarity to that fucking show. That was amazing. Thank you. I felt like you killed it. Thank you. Yeah, it felt really good. I was pumped up yeah. after the show, which is a good sign that it went well. Because uh, as you know, if the show doesn't go well, you feel like jumping in front of a train. Yeah. Uh, and if it does go well, you feel energized. I felt energized, and uh, yeah, I agree with what you. I, I agree that I think just doing this show. Yeah. Has made me funnier. <laughs> Period. Yeah, it's awesome. And skinnier? Skinnier, too. Yeah, yeah. Also skinnier. Would you say the pot had anything to do with you losing weight? Let's that see. might be a stretch. Let me see. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm posing for more pictures now, so I wanted to get in shape for that reason. Yeah. Let's say that. Awesome. Dope. Uh, and a couple more thank yous, and we're going to get to talking about all of WrestleMania, Raw, SmackDown. We're going to get into all that. Um, but... Uh, Gotta give a big thank you, and I'm gonna miss people. By the way, I'm gonna, and I, I, I apologize. But first off, just thank you to anyone who came. We had the uh, 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 to either to Calmania and the Cal Tailgate, and both. I think one of the coolest things is that most people came to both. It felt like, yeah, you know what I mean. And spending your Mania weekend with us, I felt like you made it. I've been to five WrestleManias in a row. This one was by far the best, and arguably my least favorite show. Sure. But it didn't even matter. And also, I'm trying to wrestle with the fact that because I had such a good time, such a special time outside of WrestleMania, that maybe it 
it de-heightened my love of, of the actual event. Sure. Because I was relying less on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I was so busy with stuff this weekend. My first time seeing wrestling was WrestleMania. Oh, wow. So you know no, I mean? no takeover, no... I didn't yeah. see takeover. I still haven't seen takeover. Yeah. I saw two matches of takeover, uh, uh, but I didn't get to go to takeover. My plan was to just roll up, get tickets. I was so dead from preparing for the show. Yeah. I just I was like, yo, I need to go to sleep. Where was it I at? went to sleep, woke up, did Ziggler show at midnight yeah, was it after a, takeover. Was it at Barclays? Barclay, yeah. yeah. Um, Barscase? I was at Barscase. Oh, that was the Miz drop? Yeah. We used to have that yeah. at the Barscase Center. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Instead, we have this one. I have been here for 12 years! Um, but, man, then we had the cow tailgate. Gotta give a big thank you to Nick Tulo, man. who came through big this weekend. Yeah. Nick Tulo came to me, being like, he wanted to run the tailgate. For, for the pod, he's like, listen, I got access to some stuff. I'm going to make it happen. I'll get food. And, I, and look, I would say, I it's not that I doubted the guy. I was just like, listen, man, you're dreaming big. You know what I mean? Let's pull you down to reality. And just like me, I should have known better, dude. Let's hit me with a should have known better, dude. Uh, I should have known better, dude. Acting like I know I don't manually care. like 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 I have people controlling yeah, yeah, yeah. my Hit soundboard. Him with a, I should have known better. I, like I got a Fred. Like a how like, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, gaba gaba wee. <laughs> but no, just like me, aimed big, aimed high, like I always do, and boom, delivered. Yeah. Cow tailgate was fucking great. I don't even like. I'll tell you straight up. Absolutely hate tailgating. Yeah. Just the fact that I got to be outside before the event. You know what I mean? In the sun. Right. Drinking earlier than I need to be. This was a great time, and, and so many people rolled through. We got incredible video. We open. I, we had, I mean, a thousand Lacroix there. By the way, Lacroix, they got to sponsor the show. I, mean, yeah. I spent three hundred dollars on Lacroix this weekend. <laughs> if you're listening, which I know you are, yeah, it's got a sponsorship going. I mean, here. come on, we, we're giving out Lacroix at the show like we are sponsored. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, but it's okay. Uh, you know, down in a line, duh. So Nick Tulo, great job this weekend. Fantastic. Yeah. To the point where I will play your cash in today. It was so funny because like he uh even Skylar commented like before when Nick was like setting everything yeah. up. Nick uh, Tulo was in event planner mode. Yeah. It was a different person. It Absolutely. was not terrible Tulo. It was it was somebody else. And to the point where Skylar was like, Yeah, like I tried to say hi to Nick and he was just like thousand yard stare, like, yeah, 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 I gotta go put this thing up. And it was just it was all business. Yeah. It was amazing. Absolutely. He did a fucking great job. Um, big thank you, Aaron Finnerty, running uh, our social media yes. for the weekend. Uh, fantastic. Running our social media all the time. Doing yeah. an amazing job on there. Um, and uh, uh, Jack Mills, building uh, our decorate, set decoration, the LaCroix wall. Yeah. Lugging 20 cases of LaCroix, which is not it was really easy for him because yeah. this guy's jacked up. I mean, way, way more yoked than you think yeah. he is when you see him online, folks. Um, and, uh, especially after they were accosted and assaulted at the cash at the, uh, at the contract signing on yeah. Friday to really recover fast and come through. Great job. Th um, big thank you to Jason Shabiro producing the show, mm -hmm. meeting with the space, doing all the production, just like he did on summers, uh, our summer tacular fucking fantastic. Uh, Big thank you to my brother, Mikey, and my dad, Richie. Obviously, you guys know my dad. Can you smell 
what the Rossi is kicking. Handing the video, audio for the show. Uh, they did a fucking awesome job. And uh, 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 my dad, you know, my dad also, photographer and videographer in Long Island, Richard Black Studios. Check them out. Uh, they do amazing work. And they got their video turned around in, uh, in, 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 in hours. Yeah. To post it. And we're going to keep fixing the video. It's just about getting it up so people can see it right away. It needs to be color corrected. It needs to be, the sound needs to be adjusted and this and that, but it's just about seeing it. So yeah. we got that up. Um, and thank you to the Improv Asylum for hosting us. They were really fucking cool. I did a couple spots that we were worried they were going to be upset about. I jumped up on the back of chairs and like did stuff. I was like, we're going to break stuff here because me and Letterman were pretty fired up, angry at each other. I didn't know the emotions were running high. And uh, they, they they loved it. They were fucking cool. And big thanks to Anosh McAdams for oh. creating the video package, which yeah. I honestly uh, one of the highlights of the night. When uh, the video package I knew was amazing, and it really helped everyone who hadn't known my relationship with Adam to understand what they were about to see. Yeah. This video package played after it ended. People were screaming, yeah, <laughs> ready for the show. And Dolph Ziggler, yeah. Dolph Ziggler, a man who has seen. Real wrestling promos and have had them cut for him. Loved it. A oh, two-time WWE champion. Loved it. And guess what? All those videos, one take. Yeah. Yeah. I and edited it in one take, too. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway. Um, uh, uh, yeah. So. What is uh, one take editing? Just like dragging it to the, this goes here, this goes yeah, there, this that goes, goes there. You, there, just, there. you yeah. randomly freeze. It's like playing solitaire really fast. You're right. just like, yeah, go here, 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 here. And, yeah. So. Wait, what Oh, I was like, Tyler. Yeah. And by the way, I just want to give a shout out to my gym. Uh, 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 my, my coach, Tyler at go tribe. He, uh, 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 who has been training me and no, he knew months ago I had this and we were planning specific. I was like, yo, I gotta wear, I'm gonna wear wrestling trunks at Calmania. So people, and he was like, this is how we're going to do it. Talking about my macros, what I should be eating to do it. And, Look, I feel like I'm in. I'm in. Uh, I'm actually going to post a picture of the picture of me shirtless from the stand-up special. Yeah. Versus at Calvania. Oh, I thought you meant the one of you when you were like in high school when no, you were no, jacked no. up. That one. That, that one. I look a lot better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, um, but listen, I'm not saying I'm like in incredible shape or yeah. anything. Like you know, I know where I'm at. I'm in a lot better shape than most of you listen to this. All right, no. <laughs> Uh, now I'm healing off. I just go heal immediately. No, but I'm in. Uh, I, I, but uh, I, I listen. I just wanted to get into a place where I wear these fucking trunks. Listen, I talk a lot of shit on this podcast about wrestlers who don't dress like wrestlers. Yeah. Okay, it's my biggest peeve. Some guys pull it off, right? But like, there's something about the undies. So I, there was no way I could go out for my first professional match and not wear. What if I wore a t-shirt there, Newman? What What would you think? Awful, jabroni. Right. I don't even think, I, with my the stuff I've said in this podcast, I'm not sure I could pull off pants even. I hate when <laughs> Seth Rollins wears a shirt. Right. So it's like, it could be, uh, take the shirt off. I hate when Cassius Ono wears a shirt. Right. Take the shirt off. Take the fucking shirt off. What about uh, like a tank, like a thin, no, stretchy tank? No, no nothing. Uh, Stop with the tanks. Like, what are you I'm doing? Are you kidding me? Being ripped is like doing backflips. Like, if I could do a backflip, I would do a backflip into every room yeah. I enter. <laughs> right. If I was ripped, never wearing a shirt. No never. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, when I get ripped, I'm on my way, mm -hmm. never wearing a shirt. Coming in here. Right. 
So I I I, I felt like I was like, look, restaurants. Yeah. No. What the fuck? I got these made. By the way, I want to thank Pro Wrestling Trunks. Yeah. Dot com. Uh, Josh Conkin, I believe is his name, who made my trunks for me. I got to tell you, this guy, I complain on this podcast a lot about customer service. Mm-hmm. This guy's the. This guy was, I felt like I was in a time portal to like the times of like blacksmiths or whatever, where people had fucking pride in their craft. You know what I'm saying? He was like, I got you. Don't worry. You're in great hands from the start. Here's the measurements I need. Tell me exactly what you need because that's going to look awesome. I I was like, you know what? Just put something on the back of the trunks. Yeah. And I was like, I want the title. I'll send him a picture that he goes, I'm a huge title mark. I can't wait to make these. He went above and beyond with the detail. And then he goes, we need to put something on the front also. And I was like, well, how about the catalog? Go? He's yeah. like, let's do it. Yeah. That was his idea yeah. to also put it on the front. Um, this guy uh, sent me an email the day of the event to say, hope you have a great event today. I mean, come on. Yeah. Come on. Above and beyond. Absolutely. Uh, Josh, amazing. If you want p- p- trunks made, pro prowrestlingtrunks.com. I was telling all the, because like, I was bumping into like WWE guys this weekend. I was giving them his card, their yeah. card, you know, just being like, you ever need a trunk guy? Because I want to tell you, I emailed to get trunks made. So you can check out my Instagram at Dan Black Attack or check out our Instagram at COW Podcast. Um, uh, uh, um, and for new listeners, this is more than just a wrestling podcast, okay? So we talk about other, we talk about, we, we get, we, we talk about our events as well, okay? But, um, uh, uh, I, I was t- I, I emailed like three. If you Google like trunks, right. right? I emailed just like I was looking at the first ones, assuming kind of like this the first shit to pop up. These companies were fucking jabronis. Mm-hmm. I got recommended from a professional guy. Was texting with him. He wasn't responding to any of my texts. The other ones, I put in a query. They wouldn't answer for days. And then when they did, they respond. It was barely English, right? You know what I mean? And then I'd tell them specific. It was like the so man. This guy was, uh, 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 I, I was like going to give up. I was right. just going to get some stock trunks or whatever. And then this guy was a fucking, uh, 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 the, my light in the, in the darkness. So check out Josh at pro trunks.com. But Tyler, my trainer yeah. was like, yo, we're going to get you trunk ready. We're going to do it. And then when I look at these pictures now, the way I look, look, do I have, do, uh, do I want to look better? Absolutely. Well, I always want to look better, but I'm not embarrassed. Here's the thing. Would you say you look at the picture? Should I be embarrassed? No. And here's yeah. why. There is yeah. footage. There's yeah. photographic evidence of you with abs. Yeah. Period. Right. That's all that matters. Well, the thing is crazy. My abs are like hard right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's like, I still, you know, I just a little bit, I want I got, I got something to lose still. Yeah. I mean, your BMI could be a little yeah. bit lower, but, Absolutely. but. There's you were what you posted the pictures you posted you yeah. didn't you didn't post them this with this intention, but they ended up being what we would call thirst traps. Well, I got to tell you that we should talk about that. Yes, because that those reactions were so funny to me. I was not at all trying to be thirsty. I, I know. If anything, I was title thirsty. Right. I was like, yo, I posted pictures of the. Oh, it's not about your thirst. Big win. I'm like, yo, it's so. I, I posted this being like, isn't it so. Fucking cool that we had a match, you know, like it's wrestling, yeah. and people were just like responding to it, like I posted like hot chick pics. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, were these like commenting on the bod? Yeah, oh, and it's, not, it's not about your thirst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's about their thirst. Right, right. You trapped right. their thirst. Yeah, and they they are apparently parched. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I should have known better, dude. <laughs> but the, the thing they didn't know is that I love. 
Listen, it was a thing. I uh, I just backed myself into this corner <laughs> where there's no chance I could wrestle with without trunks. They had to be trunks. Yeah. The big thing is that when I was getting them done, I was like, yo, should I go patent leather? Should I go for the leather trunks mm-hmm. or should I go for the more muted trunks? Yeah. And then I ordered the leather ones because I was like, yo, that's more ridiculous. Right. Like, that's more fucking, and that's more pro wrestling. And I'm trying to. You know, like I am a pro wrestler. It's about accepting that about myself. You know what I mean? Right. But then once I got him, I was like, ah, oh, man, like I'm literally in my head being like, yo, Austin would never rock the pleather. I'm letting my guy down. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I had the kick pads on. And then I sent them, Ziggler, I, I, I put them on. So here's something I know about pro wrestling trucks is like, you <sighs> fucking eye watch. <laughs> If I forget to put it on the mode, you're like an Alzheimer's patient. Dude. I like, hate it. I hate this watch. You're like, oh, this watch. I'm going to take it off, and the next week, you're like, oh, this watch. This, I, this, I couldn't recommend an Apple Watch less. Yeah, it, it just means you're more tethered. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, I hate having a phone. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, so all right, when I'm wearing like underwear, right? Yeah, I look way better. Than the trunks. Mm-hmm. Trunks really squeeze you. Yeah. To the point where now I understand why they never come off. I had an understanding where like wrestlers, I'm like, how did their trunks not come off? They have them, uh, you know, it, it sounds dumb, but like the way they squeeze you, yeah. they only squeeze you on the, you know, on the, the stomach, yeah, you know, yeah. on the seams, but in a way where you don't at all feel like you're going to pop out of them. Oh, interesting. Like you're completely secure. Yeah. It's part of the design of them, which I thought was a part of it I never really understand, understood where you're totally not worried about like your dick falling right, out or something, right, right. which I'm like always, why, why don't wrestlers worry about that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 but then like the bot because of that, they like squeeze your leg at the part where they go on and then, because I, I, you start realizing you need them to just cup around your. Sure. Get, should I just, just stop? No, right no, now? whatever. You need them to cup like just cup your genitals. Yeah. So they don't squeeze your leg. It makes your legs look weird. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. yes. So it's like a kind of a thing where you want them to be skimpier or they'll look bad. Right. That's Because you yeah. want them to squeeze the right spots. It'll look like a diaper. Like but a, then so yeah. Ziggler was like, yo, why didn't you send me a picture of you in the trunks? I was like, why would I think about that? He's like, I'll tell you how to adjust them. Yeah. He's like, I'll, I'll give you. He's like, because it's all an illusion. Like, you need to go. You might need a, like an inch here. He might be like, taking an inch Oh, I heard there. him talking about yeah, that. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, that's how you do it. Like, send, we all send pictures to each other. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, <laughs> and I was like, I wouldn't even think to do that. Yeah. Anyway, it all worked out. I think that it worked it to my advantage. Was wrestling Letterman. He was wearing a full suit. Yeah. And uh, um, and I was able to kind of like at times I was grabbing that. I felt like it was not to his advantage. Yeah. You I'll know, say this: getting no. holds on him felt a lot easier. Right. You have a lot of fabric. It's, it's like friction. he's wearing a gi. Right. You can like wrap yeah, him up. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I will say this about Ziggler. Like, I think he's a good. Uh, sort of like, you know, how people say like shoot, shoot for the stars, right? Or shoot for the moon, you land amongst the stars, mm-hmm. right? He's the moon, right? Like he's right. gonna want from you a hundred and ten percent perfection at all times, yeah, because that's what he expects of himself. He's very hard on me, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. you can shoot, shoot for that, right. but you just personally have to be comfortable landing somewhere below that because you're never gonna right. meet his expectations ever. So don't even try. In terms of wrestling? In terms of anything. 100%. You know? Because yeah. he's... Because he was like, yo, the video package is great. And he was like, why are these videos, not the, the camera's not turned this right. way? And I'm like, yo, I mean, I, he, because most yeah. of them are for Facebook, right. where they actually look better that way. Right. The, and and he also is like, his mind, because I heard him I heard him talking about 
when you were reversing the polarity of the figure four. Yeah. And he had some tips for you in that regard. And he Listen, that was that's just how it turned out, man. No, was, I know. You know, we were competing. No, I know that. But like he, you know, he had some tips for you as far as like how to reverse the polarity effectively. And the way that his mind thinks about wrestling is so next level. Yeah. That you're not going to be able to achieve what he... Oh, it blows my mind, the stuff that I would never even think right. of that he brings up. Yeah. In terms of, like, turning and, like, the and all of it. Right. So, shoot for what he wants, but just be comfortable knowing you're going to fall short. Right. Because the first thing I... I um, first thing I said to him was kind of like, yo, I, I, I hit him with the psychology. Yeah. I was like, yo... Like I'm, I, mean, I know I can't wrestle, but can we talk math? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know what I mean, like math wise. Yeah. And he was, he he only had a couple little things about the math. So all right, anyway. Uh, um. Uh. uh <laughs> but anyway, so here's the deal. Let's move on. Let's talk about raw. Uh oh, one last thing for Jabroniacs. I yeah. owe some mailings to people. I was so swamped with Calmania and all my training and everything. I have a stack of things I want to mail. I owe stickers to patrons. I th all this stuff will go out this week, I promise you. Um I owe a couple shirts, a couple of giveaways, and we'll deal with that. And um then we'll push on to some new giveaways and some new stuff. Now that we've Calmania out of the way, the championship is home, is home, I can focus more on the Jabroniac Nation, which is exciting. Yes. Okay. Last thing I want to say about Calmania, and we can put this to, to bed. Adam Letterman. So, uh, look. If, you, if you've seen the video on Patreon, you've watched it, you see, look, me and Letterman, we go way back. You know, like I said, when you duke it out with someone like that, you know, when you go at it, something happens. Mm -hmm. There's a reason at the end of boxing matches, guys who talked all this shit, you know, they're hugging. Yeah. They're res there's a respect lying around. So Letterman is cashed in here. Um Day, uh, 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 I would like to hear what he has to say. I think that we're in a good spot with you know, let's just see what he has to say and then I'll respond. What up, everybody? It's Adam Letterman, your legal champion, cashing in. And I gotta tell you, after a wild Calmania weekend, um, you know, I just want to say thank you, thank you to my letter maniacs out there who supported me throughout the journey. Uh, Dan, listen, man, we duked it out, and I never respected you more than I did that night. You know, on that night, you were the better man. You are the champion that Cow Nation deserves. And being there with friends and family really made me realize why I love this podcast in the first place. So, you know, listen, if Cow Nation ever needs uh, the legal champion, you know that you'll always have my services. And, uh, you know, if you ever need me in court, Letter Mania will run wild for Cow Nation, not on Cow Nation. So, uh, you know, it was a good fight this weekend. You brought your A game. You won the belt back. You won the championship back. You deserve that. You are the champion that Cow Nation deserves. So, uh, you know, just wanted to cash in, let you know that, let Cow Nation know that. Cheers up, baby. Yeah, and, I, you know, I assume that's where we're at. Me and Letterman, we actually went to WrestleMania together. Uh, I allowed him to come with our group, the Salami Bros. We, had, we, we shared a couple drinks. We talked it out. We had some private conversations I wouldn't share on this podcast. And like he said in there, he offered to be the legal champion to be the official lawyer of Cal Podcast if we ever need any run-ins with the law, which hopefully we don't. But Adam? Pro bono, as the lawyers say. 
Yes, pro bono. Adam, I'm in the same place. I'm in the same boat. So cheers up and let's move on. What do you say? I mean, I think I might have a receipt for him, but. Yeah. We'll see. I know. Look, we don't, yeah. Well, you and your your relationship with him will be what it, what it is, yeah. you know? I think with time, he's come to see the light. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Relationships are three-dimensional. You yeah. know what I mean? Things Life's complicated, especially with people you know for a long time. Anyway, let's get into it. Let's talk about WrestleMania. Hey. By the way, did you hear my entrance song at Calmania? Yes. This is my joke of whenever we move on, I go back to talk about the thing before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Last <laughs> well, thing I'll uh, say. Did you hear it? Yeah. Uh, what'd you think? Well, it was. It was. Uh... I found. I had a. Uh, I had it made. I had a. Uh... Oh, that was custom. <laughs> no, it wasn't really. But I had. Uh, you're at metal. You're out of touch. Who recorded that? Found it on YouTube. Okay. <laughs> Do you believe this exists? We live yes. in a world where I can just find that instantly. Yeah, I believe it. There's a metal anyway. version of uh, the Rick Astley song. Never gonna give you. Never up. gonna give you up. Yeah, but that oh, one yeah. is like. But that's very popular. That was like, yeah, like pop culture. Out of touch is like kind of an obscure song. Right. It's 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 a it's a song that. Hall and Oates like throws on to their greatest hits album just to like fill space, right? Or so they, or so they can make greatest hits too. It's on the third you know what disc. I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It'll make the first disc, but just so ones left off where like that one didn't make it. Right, well, I'll right. buy number two. You know what I mean? There's always like a song that's clearly a hit left off of a greatest hits album. Yeah, just so they can make the second one. Um, anyway, let's talk about WrestleMania. So, like I said. So, all right, I got a lot to say about WrestleMania. Look, I always love WrestleMania. I went to WrestleMania. I had a great time. Um, I really do think that all everything else I was doing this weekend detracted from my love of this WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Every other time I've been to WrestleMania, I'm not doing shows. What we're doing, actually, we're going out to cool dinners and then going to uh, wrestling events. Pure spectator mode. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, this time, was that was not the case for me. Uh, and I was having hot... More personal uh, uh, moments at this WrestleMania where I went to go watch shows. Like, man, I'm already on. Nothing could top it. So WrestleMania couldn't top that. So I know that affected it because I was hearing things from people saying this WrestleMania is the best one since 30. Hmm. Stuff like that, and it did not feel that way to me. Now I'll say, conceptually, this show had so many things that I loved, and I think where I fell flat on this WrestleMania, it was still great great time was there was so much almost and you guys know how I frustrated I get by almost when I'm like this could have been epic and some choices were like a little sloppy some things were sloppy now as somebody who runs events uh, with this pod like not everything goes the way you want and that that's doesn't matter what scale you could scale Calmania to Wrestlemania when you have a bunch of people and moving parts and limited time and resources because as much resources as WWE has time is the same for everybody right right and uh uh, uh so there were things that that like there were things that frustrated me and some of the stuff were things I expected to be frustrated uh, uh about but ultimately a really great show um uh 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 what'd you think Newman? uh yeah i agree i think that there were it was too long and i never say this because it's normally like yeah give me all the fucking wrestling we watch this must wrestling in a week but it was too long like by the time 
by the time yeah, let's get into the length first. Yeah. By the time Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston happened, I like I was like, oh, there's just a couple more matches, and then it was like, oh no, I'm forgetting that there's seven eight more matches. Well, it, it's happened the past two WrestleManias in a row where a match happens that steals the show, right? And then there's more wrestling and the show like never recovers. Right. When that was the Kofi match, yeah. this, that felt like the main event. And then last year was the Rousey match. Right. And I think it was awesome that the women were able to main event the WrestleMania. But as a performer, uh, you know, sometimes going last not great. Yeah, you want to well, go halfway when the room is hot. Ziggler says that the wrestler, like, if you're not going last, you want to you go first. Right, right. Right? Like, that, that, in wrestling, it's like, that's when, and I, and I think Ziggler wrestles first a lot. Yeah. He probably is cool with that. You yeah. know, I don't know if he, he, I totally, I totally feel that. It's yeah. better to set the set uh, the I mean, tone. Truthfully, than to to, yeah. he would stand up. Yeah, people want to go later. I'm always like, yeah, I'll go first. Go for it. Yeah, I, I people. I my mentality. Like, the thing is this: is like, I I don't need other people. Uh, you know, whatever. Maybe this is arrogance. Yeah, but I don't need other people to like warm the like. I I just want people who are there to see comedy. Right. And when you show up to a show. You're excited to see the first comic. Right. So if I'm like, oh, there's a host, and they talk for four minutes, and then I can go, that's all I need. Yeah. Yeah, same. So I like- uh, But people put me up first a lot right. because I have a lot of energy. Right. So you know what I mean? So I- Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but I think that it, it the women's match, yeah, like I said, great that it- but, but due to the length, you know, and it didn't even occur to me until I was watching, and I was like, oh, yeah, the last match is- it's eight hours long. Right. And- yeah, I think that it's it suffered from that a little bit. Be too long. I liked it a lot. I liked the I liked WrestleMania a lot, but uh, looking back, yeah, there was just some some curious decisions that were right. Made. Like when you think about this match, when you think about the the past couple of manias, and you think about the cards, and then you think about this card. What's well, the curse of the? It's the curse of the good card, right? Like this on, card on is paper. way better on paper than right. like the the but past three always cards. Always happens. But WrestleMania thirty one is the best WrestleMania experience I've ever had. Yeah. Um, and it was the least excited I walked into a WrestleMania. Um, like we've talked about a million times, but the Rollins cash in moment was the best thing I had seen, uh, the best moment I've been in the house for. Um, uh, so yeah, I, th this WrestleMania was not, did not top WrestleMania 31 for me. WrestleMania 32 was known as not a great WrestleMania, but I was in the AT&T stadium, yeah. which is a spectacle. They got 100,000 people. It was mind-blowing. Mm -hmm. Plus, it had moments like the Shane, Shane's first back, match back, Shane jumping off of the hell of the cell. Right. It had moments that like blew my mind when I was there live, you know? Yeah. And like you were just like, is he going to do it? Now we kind of take Shane for granted, yeah. you know? Uh, 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 so, yeah. Now, the length of WrestleMania is... In, is, is I don't think you could argue against it being a problem. But I, as someone who pays a lot of money to go to WrestleMania, love that it, like it's gonna be like this long ass show, like because I'm like I paid a lot of money, right? And I know like when WrestleMania ends, like I get sad immediately. So when I'm there, I love being like in my head, being doing the math of like there's six matches left, dope. Yeah. This is still gonna keep going. Yeah. And then I go get like food, I buy a shirt, you know, because right. like uh, <laughs> I just love being there. 
you know? And I kind of like, you know, we call them PEDs because yeah. I bring like five hour energies, like all kinds of shit. So that like, uh, uh, uh nothing like crazy, just yeah. literally like five hour, like over the counter stuff, but like stuff that like keep, we drink a Red Bull before we walk in, I have a double espresso. Like I, that's part of the fun for me. The marathon of it is part of what I like. Right. So personally, I have no problem with the length, right. but if you're sitting at home, Again, then if you have a party, isn't it cool that people over for like eight hours? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, it's a Sunday. Like, I, I, I personally think the length is fine. The length would be better if the storytelling was better. Agreed. That's my thing. Is Agreed. that because. Uh, yeah, let me. That's a caveat. Yeah. The length was an issue for me given that a lot. There's so much filler. Of it wasn't exciting. Right. Yeah. It's like WrestleMania has so much filler. Filler matches, and I yeah. don't know. I, I, that I don't. I don't understand why. Yeah. I don't know why you can't. You can start planning six months ahead to plan so that every match has like a pretty solid base to it. Mm -hmm. You know, if you think about all the stuff, think about this: the like women's tag titles, like they still even having like there still isn't even like proper tag teams for women. Right? You know what I mean? So it's like, how's that? How are we going to care about that? And then I would cut out. All, almost all, triple and fatal four ways or whatever. Like, right. I would cut out almost all of them because unless there's a reason. Like, I'm not even talking about shoehorning in Charlotte because that, in that main event, I'm not even, that's a whole different argument. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying if you have a match where you're like, let's just have everybody have a match here, it inherently matter, feels like a filler match when it has four teams. Right, 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 right. You know? Right. Yeah. Although the, the tag... The tag championship match, the um, the SmackDown one, yeah, right with the Usos and yeah, yeah, and all yeah. That, that was maybe my favorite match of the night. See, but I didn't. Even, I I don't even. Uh, to be honest, I didn't even. I don't even. I'm not even sure I saw it. Like right. I might have taken a piss during it because it was like, all right, this isn't one of the main matches I want to see. Right. But like the Rusev Shinsuke tag team is nothing. Right. It's nothing. Uh, even Ricochet Aleister Black, which I dig. It's like I'm still bummed they're kind of a tag team, even though it's working. Yeah. Well, uh, I think that'll it's gonna end soon. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, doesn't it feel like every match is them? Yeah, they're on. They're, they're on, they're on every the single show. Yeah, and they wrestle. It's like they're the second segment of every show. Yeah, it's like you're gonna have the opening of Raw, and then you know when they come back commercial, it's just gonna go. Well, actually, I don't need to sing it. It's, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like guaranteed. Yeah, and you go, oh, that's awesome. But they're almost like. It's almost like they're ruining the spectacle of those guys. Like, right, oh, you right, know? yeah. But it doesn't matter. They're, they're, those guys, again, are so talented, they'll be fine. But I'm saying, those matches, fine. I don't think we need as many filler matches. Agreed. You know? Yeah. Um, WWE relies heavily on... Uh, for They rely heavily on uh, the storytelling of time. Meaning... Undertaker matters because he's like been there a long time, so mm -hmm. you care about that. So you, that's why you, these legend matches hit so hard, mm -hmm. is because you're like, oh, he's so important. Right. So it's like whatever match he has, they rely so much on that. So you, so like Triple H and Batista, even though they told a really bad story leading up to that match, it has story built in. Right. You know what I mean? And they really need to sharpen the storytelling, really sharpen it. Uh, because I, I felt the least vested in a lot of this that I had. Now, okay. Uh, I don't want to be too negative because, again, remember, I'm in the almost zone, which means I, I think things were almost great, right. which is where 
That means I really like this stuff, but you tend to just be like, here's why this tweak matters, and that requires a lot of is the, talking. Is the almost zone yeah. a liminal space? It's the Andrade Cien almost. <laughs> yeah. But is that like a liminal space between the jabron zone and the spice zone? It's like a, yeah. it's like a threshold into the spice zone. It is what the almost zone is. Yeah, yeah I think it, yeah, we got to create a chart here. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure Tula will make it very soon. <laughs> but right now, yeah, the spice zone and the jabron zone are the two extremities. Yeah. Although arguably the jabron zone is not the most extreme. No. Cuz you like we said Strowman was in the jabron zone. You That's, said and I disagree. Well, but I think the jabron zone is like a zone you're in where like you're it's a holding pattern. Uh-huh. It's kind of like a purgatory. Right. It's not like he, you suck. Right. It's just like right now they're in the jabron zone. Well, because it's almost like on the far end, it's like, what would it be? It would be like a jabroni. It's like the, it's like the extreme. Your next stop, the jabron zone. Uh, and so it's like jabroni, jabron zone, almost zone, spice zone. Where Yeah, yeah you, jabroni, yeah. jabron, almost, spice, spice. zone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. yeah so like, uh, uh, Dana Brooke, jabroni, jabroni. Right. Yeah. Uh, in some ways, Becky Lynch, jabron zone. I mean, in some ways, she's in the spice zone right now. Right now. But yeah, yeah. Before yeah. that, you know what I mean. We were right. questioning. Yeah, like, she oh, she took it. She definitely took a. Uh, she definitely took a like a weekend uh, trip to the jabron zone. Right. At some point. Yeah, there. and then. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, there's the almost, and then the spice. Right, right. Like, I can visualize like, right it now. now. Like Oscar, Jabronzo. Not, but it's nothing to do with their talents. Right. Just booking wise, you could be booked into the Jabronzo. Right. Is there? Uh, what, what, what should we say it like Jabronzo booking? Would it be uh, like that? No, I mean, I think I feel like we can. We're comfortable. Or like Jabronzo, like botch. Oh, oh, I see. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, because I I would put like Ronda kind of in the Jabron zone right now. Sure. From kind of not nailing WrestleMania. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Although. You guys know I'm an, I'm a big bank, uh, a Ronda apologist. We'll get into that. But all right. Well, let, 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 Look, I just out. need one of the, I one of you Jabroni X. I know you're smart enough to do this. I need a four-dimensional cube <laughs> matrix yeah. uh, that shows us a position, like a superposition yeah. of, of where these guys- Plus your 3D printer. Yes. Get your TI-81 out. Yeah. And let's see that. By the way, are you TDIT? TDIT? Yeah. What's that? Touching down in Tampa? Uh, <laughs> possibly. All right, you, uh, so right now you're in the Jabron zone I'm of TDIT. I'm in the Jabron zone of Tampa. <laughs> okay, yeah. all right, all right. Um, I'll say that I'm confirmed TDIT. Touch down to Tampa, yeah. April 5th, 2020. I mean, it's in my calendar, so let's just speak it into existence. Yeah. That would be, by the way, that's, uh, you know, Kevin, if I'm alive. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> that's a year from now, okay? Right. Um, yeah, I'll put it in there. It's in my calendar. I'll, uh, I will, I'll secret it into my life. I'll be I'll be in Tampa. I think you have to commit right now that you're going to WrestleMania. Right, I'm going to WrestleMania it, 36. Absolutely, like it, you have to commit. No, no, no. I'm not saying for me. I'm saying for you to actually make it. So here's the story. We had tickets for WrestleMania 30, but we didn't we didn't actually like book it. We we're kind of like we have tickets, but like eh, whatever. And then we kind of let it go, and then we didn't fully commit to it, and then we didn't go, and we regretted it. Yeah. But like that was when Taker broke the streak was broken, right. and Daniel Bryan won, and we missed it. We weren't in the room, and then we're like, yo, we're going from now on. So now it's like. It's un- like I'm not, I will be I will be TDIT. Got it. Okay. Anyway, so uh, 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 yeah. So and then I uh, yeah. So what were we just talking about before this? Which uh, element of WrestleMania? 
Oh, we were just we were talking about the oh, those yeah. So I think the storytelling. I think they can be that, that's something that, that kind of like this time felt like. Had a, I said it before WrestleMania. It was like the matches I care about. I care a lot about. Yeah. And then there's more matches than ever that I don't care about. Especially when there's let's say how many matches were at WrestleMania. There were seventeen. Sixteen, yeah. but. That being said, I, 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 the length's not a problem for me. I think they get jam-packed with more shit I care about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And with, yeah. Anyway, with more matches that will hit the work rate elements, like, mm -hmm. what, like my thing is that, like, the cruiserweight match, I would put on the main card. Absolutely. Right? Like, why not give... So those guys put on a great show where they could get over with the crowd and get the energy hyped just from work rate. Right. Put Joe and Rey Mysterio on the pre-show. Right. If it's like, going to be a squash. If it's just going to, like, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, I remember, I still remember uh, Austin Aries at 33 versus Neville. That was on the kickoff show. It was, like, a great match. We were loving it. Yeah. We were there. Uh, and then, this I'm saying, Nisa, Buddy Murphy. It was like yeah. a cool-ass match. These guys are great. Yeah. So, they're, they bring a different energy where you don't have to care about their feud because it's going to be work right. Like, the Revival, Hawkins, that would have been main card for me. Yeah. I'd put the four-way tag match on the pre-show. Yeah. Because Revival never have bad matches. Right. Never. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, and I, uh, and and also with H Ryder and Hawkins, with the streak on the line, that feels like a main show match. Yeah. You Does know? that count for his streak? Yeah, I think so. Does Which it? was kind of cool because at Caroline's, Hawkins and Riders were there. Yeah. And I was like, yo, guys, I just saw you have a match. And I was like, that's fucking awesome. Like that. You, you know you're gonna win, right? Because he's gonna break the streak. And they're like, ah, you know, we don't know. You know, yeah. they they don't really, they really know. don't know. Yeah. And uh, well, I guess it was they, so cool they to get see told, them do it. Do they get told when they're like heading out? They were like really excited about the possibility of that happening because they were tag champs like you know like ten years ago yeah. or something or whatever you know. And uh, I, I don't think it's like I'm portraying their trust here. They were no. just like that was like that'd be cool. Yeah. And they had no, you know, and then the, the, to see it happen, I thought that was That's dope. Fucking fascinating. Yeah. Those guys are awesome. Two Long Island dudes. Yeah, yeah. Love it. All right. So anyway, uh, talk about my WrestleMania experience also. We we got seats. They're mad expensive. More expensive than any year. We were sitting. The, so when the WrestleMania is outside, they have those poles up. Uh. And we tried our best to buy tickets that were not in the pole zone. And they didn't say anything about obstructed view. This pole was blocking 60% of the ring for no. us. Oh. And really? we complained to stub up, and they gave us money back. Yeah. So if you because it didn't say restricted. And then there was also this light that kept blasting in our eyes, I which heard a, lot, a of lot of people were complaining about. Yeah. Uh, I was at another show where that light was bothering me. Yeah. And no one else was complaining about. it. I was like, what? And then you get like used to it. Yeah. But that that's another thing. Well, because when I was watching at home, I was watching in VR. And mm -hmm. like uh, I was oh like, shit, how's that? It was well, I was on LSD too, so that helped. But like the you watch uh, Mania on LSD, yeah, with VR, wow. yeah, yeah. yeah they is, don't have full matches. They have like they like have like a director's cut, like as they go up. Bro, I mean, yeah. <laughs> bro, took LSD to watch WrestleMania. Yeah. How do you casually drop that in there? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, that's like a serious drug, bro. Yeah, I guess so. I'm like counting my fucking macros so I can wear underwear, and you're just dropping LSD. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a, I'm a, I'm a seasoned <laughs> psychonaut. I, I've That's done it before. Nuts. Uh, what happens with these drugs? Are you gonna like one day? Because I, I, I can't do that because I, I don't like to. 
I, I don't want to like lose like control or whatever, mm-hmm. but like you're saying like, is it, aren't you like one day going to take that one batch no. that's going to fucking mandy you? No. You know what I mean? No, because like, here's why. I test yeah. everything that I take. You can buy a- it's you test a, it? Yeah. So listen up, folks. Here's a PSA <laughs> oh for you. Oh my God. Go to Walgreens. It's called a Regent, R-E-G-E-N-T, yeah. testing kit. Okay. Uh, and it comes like the little liquid. It has a little, uh, uh, like a testing liquid, little strips. It comes with a chart that lets you know, oh, if it turns green, it has this in it. If it turns red, it has this in it, right? right? So you look at the chemicals, you take a little bit of what you're doing, you put it in the thing, it turns a color or not, and you know it's safe, right? I've definitely got shit where it turns black and I'm like, I'm not taking this. It's like fucking has other shit in it. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. So God, you have such balls, bro. So I, I mean, you got to be safe about it, right? Yeah. So, so I tested it. It's all good. Mm-hmm. It was mostly pure. The uh, so I do that, and um, I was, and I saw that the crowd was like a wash in like cool yeah. lights, and then and I remember being like, I'm like, yo, these lights are fucking crazy looking. Yeah. And then I come to find out later, people are like, yo, these lights are too fucking bright. And I guess that's what it was. It well, was like. So I watched back WrestleMania. Like yeah. I was watching back some of it and the lights looked awesome. Yeah. Like the crowd was lit. Like we were lit like red and yellow. Yeah. It looked dope. Yeah. So I think that if you were on hallucinogenics. It was great. And yeah. then come to find out, it was just like these lights just piercing people's fucking <laughs> brains. Just to give you, by the way, this is our hard, hard, we hard hitting analysis of professional wrestling. One of our, uh, one of our experts of the two here was on LSD. I'll tell you, anytime I, anytime I do LSD, I think about how Sandman and ECW yeah. used to wrestle on LSD. That's crazy. And you know what? It's crazy, but I get it. Yeah, I know you get it. I, know I get, you get it. Oh, uh, that's amazing. I love it. Oh man. Um. Uh, 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 <laughs> all right, whatever. Just, we won't get to anything. So that was kind of fucking annoying for yeah. us. But I don't really care because I always watch the screens no matter what. But even right. the screens at MetLife weren't good. By the way, MetLife's kind of a jabroni of a stadium. I'm from New York. Yeah. Uh, like the the screens were not, dude. Dallas. Let me tell you, AT and T Stadium is the is dope. Well, is it because like you're not supposed to see it from the field so if you're yeah. on the field it's like you can't see them yeah so like the screens are like i have to like turn my neck to really like see the screen yeah. my optimal viewing is like a screen because there's so much minutia in wrestling like there's so many like that i'm gonna watch the screen no matter what like i'll, I'll go back to the ring that but like, even when i was at the rumble like 10th row i could see the screen yeah. but like i love if the screen's above the ring mm-hmm. that's the primo like you know because then you oh i watch that and then like you're like oh he's going for a spot i want to look down i want to see that you know i want to be able to go just a quick tilt up right. down up down you know what i mean yeah, 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 yeah. but so that was i thought metlife then also the entrance to wrestlemania i thought was pretty underwhelming this year what was it was that? just a huge screen yeah like last year even had, the fucking the new orleans thing was beautiful yeah. the mask it was gorgeous i was so mind boggled by how minimalist the set looked Right. Why? Now it was cool because like it would go up and down, and then like Batista drove cars out of it. Yeah. And like Triple H did like his Mad Max thing or whatever. I thought that was cool, really cool. But it was just like just a screen. The graphics on his Mad Max thing. Yeah, we were not good. We're not. I'm like, wait, it looks like N64. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. You can. I agree. You can do. I follow people on Instagram who do like 3D animation that looks amazing. Uh, I, I agree. Some stuff Anosh does for us looks better. What the fuck than was that? that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't look great. No budget. It didn't no look budget great. for that. 
I thought maybe at home it was 3D or something. No. Like it looked cooler at no, home. No, it looked like garbage. Right. Like there was no textures on anything. It was just like I flat. thought the zoom-ins on his face were also kind of weird. Because like, what does that mean? Like he drove in from somewhere? Like, yeah. I, I, well, I, he was supposed to be like E. Morton Joe. Like it was like from Fury Road. Right. Oh, yeah. right, right. Because like the driving view. Yeah. But I, I don't, I don't, I think Triple H, I like when he just goes full like Conan the Barbarian. Like yeah. I like when he's just like a Viking warrior. Like I would be fine if every year he was like on a throne. Yeah. And I would also argue, yeah. we're talking about the time, the length and the matches, yeah. cut matches out, add time to people's entrances. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. I, I, want, I agree I a want thousand percent. Fucking insane. I want everyone to have an Undertaker entrance where it takes fucking longer to get to the ring than the matches. Now, let me say this, by the way, New Orleans, it was beautiful, but I would say the pyro was fantastic at WrestleMania this year. Yeah. Uh, being outside makes a big difference with the pyro. The off-site, pyro, the off-site location for additional yeah. fireworks. Yeah, they, do they do that when it's, inside, when it's outside, right? They when did it's it this inside. year. I noticed when I was oh, watching really? it, they yeah. had an above headshot and it was there was another facility in the same parking lot that was also setting off fireworks. Yeah. And by the way, it's, it's easy. A lot was great this year. Now, let, 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 let's, let's talk about, let's get jump right uh, uh, let's jump right into uh, the women's match okay. at WrestleMania. So here's the thing: we we talked about this women's story a lot. Do you remember this? You're on LSD. Do you remember any of this? Yeah, of course I do. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, this women's match is very unprofessional, bro. We're gonna have to talk after the show about your drug habits during WrestleMania. I mean, well, I mean, we can argue no, that no. It's, we can argue that it's medicine. But it's- yeah, yeah. So anyway. Uh, the package leading up to the women's match was flat out bad. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I know I'm being negative. I know. But listen, the story was so sloppy that they couldn't get cut together like a linear story yeah. uh, 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 thing. But even then, I still would have tried. Mm-hmm. I feel like they could have taken pieces to make it make sense. But if you watch the package before the women's uh, match, and this is a, an iconic big match, it's just like I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, and showing clips of their ma- of their moves. Yeah, which is like not what I want in a package. No, I want like story. I want it to be like th- you're about to see something that really tugs at you. So I thought that was a little. I, I was in, the, and maybe it just is the fucking curse of me doing this podcast and and hyper analyzing because everybody else. I, I was like, while the package is going live in MetLife, will said to Shabs like this package is bad. Yeah. You know what I mean, and I don't think before I started doing the pod that I would I would just go, I just I, I wouldn't I'd just be having a good time. Yeah, and I think there's something to be said for that. I think most of the time when you're watching wrestling, you should just accept what it is and enjoy it. Well, also me and Anosh were actively cutting the package for ours, right? And it was like what store what 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 do people we're thinking if somebody came in to see our show and didn't know my relationship between Adam and me, what would they need to know? To understand that what they're about to see is actually a really emotional battle. Right. And I felt like, you know, okay, cool. Then uh, Charlotte in the helicopter, amazing. Yes. Fucking loved it. She looks like a million bucks, which is the max amount of money for rating people's looks. Yeah. And she looked amazing. I loved everything she was doing when she looks out the... She's looking out the window. Like I like how long it took. Speaking of the length, that's yeah. what I was saying. The length, I loved it. And then she landed. She took off her her flying jacket. Yeah. She had a fl- leather flying jacket. Took it off and then put her arms out. People put her robe on to enter. She walked up, held her arms out just to, and then walked into MetLife into GA <laughs> through the right, fucking right. general admission. Did that happen while we were there? Actually, no. see the thing is, there was a helicopter that was a pre-tape. 
Yeah. So my thing is that I don't mind that it's pre-taped because that's like a big thing. Whatever. That's fine. If you're at home, it doesn't matter. Right. This is more for the people at home, I guess. Uh, maybe WrestleMania not because there's so many people there, but whatever. More people at home are watching. Way yeah. more. Have it. Just put her on a cart and have it believable that she enters. Because right. then Ronda entered, and I was like, I, I feel like we should finish Charlotte's entrance. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was kind of a peeve, but whatever. That in my brain, I was like, if she actually landed, maybe they're giving her time. But it was a, anyway. then they introduced Joan Jett. T- tell me if you agree with me on this. Don't introduce Joan Jett. No. Just have her play. Just have her play. You agree with me? Yes. Literally, the screen said Joan Jett in the Ronda Rousey uh, uh, hot rod. Yeah. And then she played the song, and then Ronda just like showed up at some point. It was like. Just pl- you're playing in Ronda. Right. This is about Ronda. I don't. I don't give a fuck about Joan Jett. Right. I love that Joan Jett is there, but Joan Jett should play her in, and or Joan Jett should go, ladies and gentlemen, Ronda Rousey, or the baddest woman on the planet. Right. But they like felt like more about Joan Jett than the ch- the fucking champion. Yeah, I wonder who's see, in charge. See, that's an of- almost moment. Yeah. See what I'm talking about? The almost moments. These are things I'm haunted by. Yeah. I'm like this is almost like this should. This shouldn't happen. Yeah, I wonder if, like, how many producers there are that, like, are making these decisions, you know? Because it seems like it's not a consistent production. Right. It's not one person that's producing it. So there must be teams of people who all have their, like, right. spots, and then it doesn't really fit together, or maybe it does. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, that's all stuff where it's, like, almost is indicative of, like, a fundamental misunderstanding of an event. Yeah, also, Ron, I felt like Joan Jett. I don't know much about her. I'm not a fan of her music, to be honest. Yeah. I think Bad Reputation is, I wish it wasn't Ronda Rousey's theme song. I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, it's just, like, the Freaks and Geeks song. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I like that it's her song from when she, re- like, fought. I mean, like, I like it. I like that she likes it. You know what I mean? So I don't care. I don't question that. Just that's nitpicky. But it it doesn't bother me. But Joe Jen, like, be alive, man. Like, get out there and be like, yo, what's up, New York? Yeah. I'm about to intro the baddest woman on the planet. But she just like, 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 uh, yeah. she phoned it in. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's safe to say that uh, she was, she was happy to be booked. Uh, and she was, was happy and, to get the paycheck. And was grateful for the paycheck, uh, having described it as already spent. Uh, right, that's you know. what I'm saying. Right, like yeah, like I, I just, uh, I don't want people around my WrestleMania who don't want to be there. Yeah, at uh, least, at least Flo Rida gives dude, a damn. Go, at least Pitbull gives a damn. Go watch Kid Rock at WrestleMania 25. He Kid Rock gives a he's damn. He's happy to be there, man. Yeah. He comes out with Nevada, and you're like, whatever, man. Like uh, this music sucks, but well, that song doesn't suck. I've said that. Yeah. That song's fine. His other songs are horrible. Yeah. We talked about it on the bonus episode. Check out the Patreon bonus episode. away. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Um, but right, am yeah. I wrong? Like, this is WrestleMania. You know, like, yeah. Joe Jett should be like, WrestleMania, right? What yeah. do you mean? It's eight, you're in front of 80,000 people. Maybe the biggest crowd she's performed for. In a long time. Yeah. So maybe she didn't care to be there, or also they gave her so many notes that she was like, I just don't want to fuck up this gig. Right, 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 right. So. Right. Right. But then Rhonda came out, and I, and I like what Rhonda did. She looked at Rod, she looked at Joe Jet and smiled. Like she was like, "Yeah, cool, Joe Jet." And then she just mean face walks down to the ring. Yeah, uh, Rhonda, I like her gear was simple. It was like, "Yo, I'm here." To, I like she dresses like a UFC fighter. That's her deal. Okay, why is Becky Lynch entering last in this match? She's has the least credentials. Right. You know. Yeah, I was actually that was tipped me off to the fact that she was going to win because they put the champs out first. And it's like, well, there's obviously there's something gonna happen. Usually, when the champs come out, the champs come out second, right? Unless they didn't want Becky to sit in the ring 
while those entrances were happening. Like, for, I don't know. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm like the 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 the, the, the something the, was weird. Yeah, about that. The challenger should come out first. Yes, that's. I, I, yeah, I, I, unless there's a real big reason for it, but whatever. I, yeah, I didn't like that. Now look, here's the deal. Becky Lynch, I love Becky Lynch. She's awesome. She's great. I. <laughs> you guys know what I'm gonna say. Yeah. Her gear was horrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I really didn't like it. Now, me and Shebs argued about it. Yeah. Shebs thought it was objectively cool gear. He he agreed with all my points, but was just like, but it is cool. My thing is that I really like, I, I, I don't want to be too negative on this. I think whatever. I've accepted Becky, that I've accepted Becky. I've accepted that Becky has a vision for what she wants to do and she does it. Mm-hmm. I respect that. So she's clearly over. <laughs> she's doing something right. I wanted something different for her than she wanted, so there's no point in me. There's no real like point to it. Right. But I'd say a couple things she did that with that like I think are things that are are wrong. Like first off, she was wearing long sleeves. Yeah, see those guns. to wrestle. Let's see those guns. She's man. jacked up. Yeah, she has awesome arms. It's her best feature. Yeah, put that shit on display. Like you know what I mean? She's the thing about it, the other two women. Ronda's in like a sports bra. Like like she's gonna fight. Charlotte is in like her Wonder Woman like gear, right? Yeah. She's like covered. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why would she be like you know? I'm not. It's not like a, a, a sexual thing at all, like or like whatever. Like I, I'm talking about her arms, like her jacked up guns that she talks a lot about. Right. This is your WrestleMania show with your arms. Yeah, I don't know. I think she just. I think I liked. I mean, I didn't have a problem with the gear. I thought the gear was cool. Did but, you like it? Yeah, I like the gear. But yeah. I definitely, yeah. It's like she, her arms are objectively amazing. Let's see him. I think for me also consistency is like my big thing. Is that right. like she does always have a different thing on? That's what I don't understand. It's like yeah. it's always different. You never know what she's gonna get. Yeah. Which is which is like I really pop for like when I'm like oh I, he's gonna be wearing like I want I'm like you know like when the Rock I know what I'm gonna see. Right. And like I love that. Like I know Austin's gonna rock the vest when he comes out and Austin like beat himself up so hard for forgetting the vest at home on WrestleMania 15 and I remember seeing that and being like why is he in the t-shirt yeah you know what I mean like there's things that are iconic like AJ you know he's got the hood on he comes out he's gonna flip the hood up like that I love that stuff yeah so she just she just ignores that uh, the yellow stripe is very like Kill Bill mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's like uh, and like uh, Bruce Lee kind of a thing uh which I think is cool. I just don't understand how it fits in with her shirts that still have the steampunk thing on it. See, what I like about Becky, she was wrestling in her The Man shirt, which was Austin print on yeah. the front, right? And then for big pay-per-views like the Royal Rumble, she wears her gear, which is fucking great. Yeah. She has that awesome singlet, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That she wears that looks like bedazzled. It's like dark, dark green. And she looks like a million bucks in it. Yeah. I was like, man, I was so I, this might be just me. I popped. I, I, I like was excited to see it. Uh, maybe some kind of mania tweak on it. Yeah. Was she, did she have a yellow stripe? Yeah. And she wore the leather jacket as a yellow stripe and the, and the knee guards had a yellow stripe and she had fishnets on and like high socks is not a lot of stuff. It's not my favorite yeah. at all. And, and it was like a leather. It had like ties on the front. You know, look, whatever. It's just not, it's not my style, you know? Um, but here's my biggest thing is that her, her, I really did not like her hair. Oh, I loved her hair. Really? Yeah. Why did you like it? Because it was fucking big and wild. It was so, it, it was okay. so extra. I feel like her whole, it, I, it looked like, uh, like the poor girl who gets invited to prom. Yeah. <laughs> 
Do you know what I mean? Like it was like first of all, it was everyone gets invited to prom. Who got invited by the cool kid or whatever? You know what I mean? Like, and she's like, Dad, I don't. You know, like it's like she's all that or something. It was like crimped. Or whatever. I'm being annoying. But it was crimped. But the reason I didn't like it is not because like she should flex her style, whatever. Right. But it it looked like Stephanie McMahon. Like it had a vibe of like what she wears when she's trying to be like oh, yeah. the heel. Yeah, but I mean, like, look at her hair here. Like this is just a great action shot of her hair. Like it, like it wouldn't do that if it was regular. Curls. I know. I just I feel like she looks so cool at like anytime she's signing at like access. She looks awesome. She wears like a plain black jacket. She wears like a a leather jacket, a, a leather like crop top, right. and like leather pants. And she calls herself like the 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 the, the whatever. And, and I think that's cool. But it's just the ring gear. I don't know. Anyway, I could be wrong. I don't even want to keep going into it. It's fine. Right. I thought the look was a little too like Elvira. It was a little. It just her eye. I didn't like the eye makeup. I just feel well, like know, it wasn't bad. That's the beautiful thing about wrestling. Wasn't is that badass. We can both watch the same product. The other two looked badass. Yeah, I. I mean, I think that uh, I liked. I liked her makeup and I liked her hair better than I liked her outfit. Cool. All right. It's just me. I don't. I don't think it matters. She does what she wants. I think that's actually the argument with Becky that I think is really cool. It's like she really kind of like did it her way. It feels like you know the storytelling was a little off. But anyway, let's talk about the finish of this match. Yeah. So. This match I rewatched. It's not a bad match. Mm-hmm. I felt like people were tired there, and if you rewatch it, a lot of spots were really cool and not getting the pop they deserve. Yeah. That's how they go at the end of the night. That's what happens. But like, um, but uh, uh, there was a couple good spots. Like Ronda took a uh, this great bump where she had like uh, she had. Charlotte in an arm bar hanging off of the ropes and then Becky did a baseball slide through uh, her legs yeah. and knocked her on her back. Yeah. That was a badass bump for Ronda to take. Loved it. She does not need to take bumps like that. Uh, Charlotte flipped and Becky caught her in the disarmor. Becky's wrestling was great in this match. I, I just felt like, I, I think it's, I just want to clarify that I'm not being like a shithead and commenting on, on like her looks. It's just, I don't like that. I don't know what I'm expect. I don't. I don't know what I'm gonna. I'm gonna get right out of her. But it doesn't feel like if she's the gimmick of someone who needs has flair. Like it's someone who's. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna come out and like spectacle like Triple H. Like that's not. That doesn't feel like the kind of wrestler she is. Well, let me give you. Let me give you like an analogy. An analogous. I'm example. sure I'll be wrong about this. Here's an analogous example of maybe what you're experiencing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when uh, Arizona Ice T was uh, first came out, yeah. right? They were. It was um, small batch brewed iced tea. And then Snapple comes out, right? And it is mass produced. Every batch tastes the same. They uh, they nearly Snapple nearly puts Arizona iced tea out of business, right? Because people, I heard this. I knew this. Because yeah. people wanted the every time I pick up a Snapple kiwi strawberry, it tastes exactly the same. With Arizona, oh, this can doesn't taste exactly the same as this one. Right. And so that inconsistency almost put Arizona iced tea out of business. So it's the same thing with like Becky, where it's like, or any wrestler, where it's like, I want to know that when this person's coming out, this is what I'm getting. Yeah. You I know? think it's also the <clears throat> game play in my brain, like, sure. right? Where I'm like, I want you to heighten the things that are working. Right. I don't want you to keep restarting. It feels like she keeps restarting. Yeah. Right? She calls herself like the redhead in leather. Then she's like uh, 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 the band. And, right? You know, like it's yeah. a little bit like, and it's, you know, she had the, it, it's a little start and stop for me yeah. with her momentum. Yeah. And, and then, that and I then don't you hit the zone with. of you're over because you're over. And then I knew she would show up in something I hated. Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> right. 
You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We, we, her and I just have style differences. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's just straight up. Uh, 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 yeah, th- dude, thanks, man. Uh, like people, what were the wrestlers that gear really does it for you? Like AJ is almost always uh, perfect for me. Yeah, gear wise, um, I like. Uh, Oh, I mean, obviously, but Alist- yeah. Alistair Black always has like a nice touch. Perfect. Oh, he looks perfect every time. Yeah, everything does it, it, it looks good. But like, I don't love Ricochet's gear. Like, yeah. I, don't, I I think it looks good for him. But like, I don't the design. Like, I don't love it. Like, I don't like the the like medieval like pants tie. Like the the Shakespearean pants tie in or the, the front. Little like disturbed like right. S thing that he has. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is uh, uh, Chuck. No, Ta- no, that logo I don't mind. Well, Chuck Taylor tweeted. He was like. He's like, it's crazy to see our uh, backyard wrest- our stupid backyard wrestling symbol on WrestleMania. Right. So apparently that symbol is like something that Ricochet has had for a long time. Oh, that's awesome. And it was like from when they were kids, and now it's like on WrestleMania, on his gear. Um, I, I think there was a couple of, of cool spots in this match, other stuff that was like, uh, um, uh, Becky had that leg drop off from like off screen. Yeah. That was really that was great. So great. Yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't. I was watching the screen, so I saw it from off screen. Even though I was there, that was really cool. I liked Rondo saying, "Saying like tables are for, for bitches." bitches. Yeah. Like I liked all that stuff. There was a couple of sloppy spots in there, like Rhonda botched that climb up of up Charlotte. Oh right, supposed to like climb her and get her in the arm. She's bound to botch one of those. Those are really hard to do. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get like too caught up in that. Like Charlotte had the natural selection that she kind of like didn't grab the heads. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. It was fine. Uh, um, but if you notice at the end of this match, the ending was kind of like pretty anticlimactic. Yeah, I've heard that Ronda was hurt. She had stitches opened up from filming that segment. And if you see, she has Becky on her shoulders to get up for the Piper Pip. She can't get up without holding the rope, which I thought which was I, kayfabe at first. It didn't look kayfabe to me. Uh huh. But I don't really care. I, I don't want to know. I don't read sheets. That's even more. That's even better to me. Yeah. If it wasn't kayfabe, because it looked like I was like, oh, this chick is just been her has had her ass beat, and she's like still trying right. to like win. It read as like a triumphant thing, like her standing up. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that 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 finish is super fucking weird. Yeah. So she gives her the Piper's Pit into a pin. And my my gut reaction being there, I didn't see the shoulder thing, was just like, oh, they didn't want to like let Becky like properly win. Right. Um which annoyed me. I was like, she should just win clean. Like it, they knew she it's almost like she had to win, but they didn't want her to pin them. I was like, she should just decisively win. Just it's it's WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah. And did she uh on Raw or SmackDown, did they mention that? Like the, the no. dusty finish? So no, so it wasn't like a thing. It no, wasn't apparently, an angle that they're going so for. So apparently, what I had heard is that the ref got fined, uh, which I read. I don't know if that's true. I don't care. You know, I don't care. He got fined. He got fined for like calling the count too fast. But if you notice that, um, the, no, the three counts not no, right. He, no, that never watch happened. It. So watch it back. Ronda's shoulders. She pulls him off the mat, yeah. and he's still counting. Right. So it wasn't even really a three count. If you look, her shoulders are off. So truthfully, in kayfabe, like when Ronda comes back, she just be like, "You didn't even pin me," right. which is kind of cool. But I, I feel like it was a mess up. Yeah. But I have no idea. It was hard to tell. But it's kind of the cool. It's kind of what makes wrestling so awesome is it's alive. Ronda can come back and say like, "You didn't. I didn't. You didn't actually have me down," and that Ronda was hurt because she had to wrestle with another person. Like it's great. But look, Becky is the champ. She's the double champ. They did the right move. Becky deserved to win. I see wrestling as a culmination of a year. Um, like the Kofi thing is a lightning in a bottle kind of a thing that right. happened that organically. But 
In terms of, this was Becky's year. She had to win. They did the right thing. I called it that they would crown all three of them. Yeah. And they did. And I and I, I said straight up, I don't think they have an actual choice. Yeah. Kofi had to win. Rollins had to win. And Becky had to win. Yeah. They, ha- they had to win. And... That's they did. They really they didn't botch it. They did it right. It just it just had to happen. Did but, all of the titles change hands except for the U.S.? The, I think. Or in the, I think the that's tag, the only title the tag, didn't move. The, was the SmackDown the tag? Usos ta- title and the U.S. and the U.S. title. And everyone else. Yeah. I think every other title moved, and it was fun. Yeah. Um. You can't do it every year. Right. But this time, they all had to win, and Becky deserved to win. Kofi deserved to win. Seth Rollins. Uh. Could have lost to Brock Lesnar. Sure. It would have been a massive mistake for his career. Right. And Brock's clearly gone for a while. Yeah. You know? Did you notice they announced him at 265 instead of 285? Yeah, that's his UFC weight. Yeah, yeah. That's the, that's made, the, the, the that's maximum the max. weight. Yeah. But he walks around around 290. Jesus. Anyway, congrats to Becky Lynch. I know I, I'm I'm going to be... Becky Lynch is just... an. She's just sometimes so almost to me. Like she cuts promos. I don't like. She calls Ronda Rousey a weirdo. Yeah. I don't think that's like a weirdo. Is a it's too vague of an freak. insult. It's, it's freak it's, to it's, you, it's right? Freak to me. It's also kind of like bullying. It's yeah. not actually like. It's not like what a face would call somebody, and I, 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 it's not specific. Is what I really don't like. I will say this. Like Ronda, yeah. it's like calling her a weirdo. It's like. It's it's like what's your real okay you're weird. It's what bullies call people because they don't know how to actually express what's wrong yeah. with people. And sometimes when there's nothing actually wrong with someone, they just call them weird. Right. It's like their their way is an affront to you. Hmm. Uh. Yeah. And they're just projecting their own bullshit onto you. Right. Uh, I will say that I liked I, Ronnie. I do agree. Uh. At right now, Becky Lynch has to must she must find a point of view and stick to it. Right. We need a point of view. This character needs a point of view. She needs to do what I've said. She needs something. She's going to drop these titles really fast. If she right, they're going to yeah. put them back on Charlotte. If she uh, or Ronda Rousey, if she doesn't find a way to uh, 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 t- like to to connect with us in a real way, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean, or show us what like being the man is all about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it, yeah. There's work required on her part at this point. Right. Yeah. She's solidified. She'll always be over. She's that's how wrestling works. She right. had her moment. She's there. Right. But also the package didn't show her bloody face. That was the other thing. The most like cause they can't show blood. Right. That was that was the other thing that was like missing there. Um Yeah. And I hope to have she needs to have some cleaner stories. She's yeah. in a package with Lacey Evans, which I think is pretty exciting to me in a, in a program. They started her and Lacey Evans beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, I think it's exciting. Let's see what Lacey could do. Lacey's jacked. I don't know if you noticed it. She's jacked the fuck up. I watched her do a moonsault in the Royal Rumble, which I think they cut away from yeah. on the feed. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think you see it. She, I like her gimmick, which Shebs me was saying before the pod. I was talking on the phone. He's like, her gimmick is so like '90s WWF. Yeah, he's yeah. like, it's a little jarring considering we came off like the most realistic women's feud. Right. And I'm like, I think you need to try this stuff. Yeah. I think it can only, you know, and also I think it's good for Becky to actually be like upset about uh, being like a, a, her attitude in a very specific way. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, uh, Lacey Evans is a very effective heel because her gimmick annoys the fuck out of me. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I'm getting worked. I know it. I want to see her get beat up. Right. And uh, as opposed to like, Charlotte, who I think is incredible, and like I get when she's being a heel, but I don't, I'm not offended by it at all. But all they got to do is tone down Lacey. Some of the, I don't know actually much about her talent, but they got to tone down Lacey. She's very green. She, because, because right now her gimmick is very over the top. 
And so, but they, they got to find a way to like scene her down. Like she came in and rap her, but then she's like a Southern belle. She's proper. And we'll see what that actually translates to right. in a, in a real capacity. But I don't know. We'll see what she's, but this is the time to test her. You know, she's clearly going to lose to Becky, but it's, can she have a successful feud? Right. Uh, she's very green in the ring. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I actually, yeah, I don't know much about her. I mean, I, I watched her. I was excited to see something new. I you watched know? her in NXT. She's good. She'll obviously get better. Uh, but I like her just because her gimmick makes me mad. So it's about Rollins kicking off the show, uh, uh, them kicking off the show with the Lesnar fight. Yeah. Did you dig that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I love the way it was rolled out too. I love Paul Heyman coming out and being like, if we're not the headline, then we're going to go first. Yeah. I think that's great. I think we all pop so hard for being like, wow, we're going to see that. Let me tell you about a guy who, who, uh, just because I was negative. Let me talk about a guy who just is so fucking good at this business. His name's Seth Rollins. Yeah. He's a universal champion. The guy never, ever wears bad. His fucking gear is so good. Yeah. He came out. He looked so awesome. He looked like a knight. Yeah. He, I mean, he looked amazing. He, every WrestleMania, the white, this guy, I, this guy could do no wrong by me. <laughs> I mean, I absolutely love the man. Yeah. Uh, he, his, the Beast Slayer shirt. Okay. So one thing I was doing at WrestleMania was I wanted the Beast Slayer shirt. Right. And I wanted the Kofi shirt, which I'm wearing right now. But I didn't want either shirt if they lost. Mm. So what I was doing, and I thought, and I also thought it'd be really fun, is that like as guys were winning, I'd go buy their shirt. Yeah. And so Seth Rollins won, went right over to the merch stand, picked up a fucking I picked up a beer, picked up like chicken fingers and and a and a V Slayer shirt. And then I go sit down. Yeah. And then Kofi wins. Go I had to go to five stands to find the Kofi shirt. Oh, and the yeah. shit was selling like crazy. And then I finally found a, a large. But that was really fun. Seth Rollins looked awesome. His packaging of the B Slayer logo with the static, the TV static in the back. This music just gets me so fucking rock hard. I absolutely love it. Then you're like we're gonna start the show. Uh, Brock Lesnar absolutely love Brock Lesnar the guy looks amazing he's so fucking Wrestlemania the man is Wrestlemania yeah. he just the, the, the pyro goes off absolutely love it but my beef with this match was it's like this should be a 20 minute match where Brock Lesnar beating the shit out of Seth and he ekes out this win right uh, he just hit him in the nuts stomped him three times it was very fast so I don't normally get this way right but I have a problem, I think, with Seth Rollins hitting him with a low blow. Yeah. Because I'm well, not- Well, so, so do I. You know, I'm not, and I'm not, again, I'm not this guy who's like, oh, the faces shouldn't throw the first punch because of the psychology. I don't care about no, I, I don't care. Why did, because why would he hit him with a low blow? Brock, Brock's, Brock was beating him up before the match started. So it's like, yo, fuck you. You already cheated. Yeah, but then you know, I would almost like, if the ref's knocked out, to like get a chair shot off- more than a low blow. They won't let anyone just beat Brock clean. Like, why? I, I think, except for Goldberg, for some reason. Right. <laughs> Which is amazing. Goldberg is Lesnar kryptonite. Because I love the concept of, like, everyone has a weakness. I'm out Sean there. They have an Achilles heel. Right. And I love that Goldberg's Ach uh, Goldberg is Brock Lesnar's Achilles heel. Right. Achilles heel. Like, this 50-year-old Jewish guy can beat the shit out of Brock Lesnar at right. any moment. Yeah. It's well, because they both look like state troopers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah they, I mean, I, I think that's so good Brock Brock but Brock I, I, my thing was that Matt you know Brock Lesnar we've built him up to be insane like and it, I, I'm like I think Lesnar I, I just think I it's just not the match I wanted to see yeah you know and it was so clear to me as that was going on I was like man in any other year this is a serious main event you know mm -hmm. but again their interests were like kind of short yeah you talking about interests like but they, they, they were hot 
it was hot. I, it's just that's not the match I wanted. I didn't want like three curb stops to a pin. I think when he won, it it was the first match of the night, and people we were excited, but people were not. That match could have been epic. Yeah, that well, could have exactly. Been an epic match. It should have been, and I think it's like it's one of those things where like cut out, cut out a match, like cut out some of these matches and let these guys, even if they're opening the show, deserve twenty five minutes. Right, and I think it's, oh, twenty five is annoying. Lesnar would never wrestle twenty five, no, but fifteen, right. 20 tops, but right. like the, like what the whole idea of like beast, when I hear beast slayer and I see right. the swords and I see the fucking that Brock Lesnar, yeah, right. I think, and he comes out looking like a knight. I think I'm going to get a classical fucking Joseph Campbell hero's journey. I'm going to get uh, 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 Seth Rollins being dragged into the depths by the beast and you think he's going to lose and yeah. then bang, he fucking hits him with the thing and it's and he, over. But he's dead. He's like yeah. all bloody. Yeah, because even Rollins could have taken extreme measures that weren't a low blow. Right. He could have bashed his head like 40 times against the stairs, yes. right? Yes. That wouldn't have bothered you, right? No, no, no. No. It wouldn't bother you if even the low if he, blow is just or even so if he did his phoenix. He didn't even do a feet like a phoenix splash, right? Right. He didn't even do like it was not the right match, and that's again an Andrade Cien almost match. Right. Like that was like it was almost. I put it in the almost zone. Yeah, and I think that uh, yeah he uh, yeah the low blow is just such a weaselly cowardly move that I'm like the hero wouldn't do that, right? And I never get this way. It was just something, or I was like, ah, I don't know. It, I think that I like that he will go to any lengths to to meet Bro to match Brock. Yeah, but the low blow is not where he would go. Brock uh, Seth Rollins is not a low blow guy. No, you know what I mean. And I like that he did it on Raw because it was like fuck this guy or whatever. Right. But then during the match, he would he would he would eke it out, man. Right, exactly. He he needed to be kicking out at two point eight. Counts right like that. That was such that match was such a missed opportunity to truly crown Seth Rollins right. as like the guy, right? And it almost feels like they didn't want to do that because they still want it to be Roman Reigns. Oh, uh, yeah, that's you know true. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I didn't even think of that, but yeah, uh, but like still, I mean, I, I saw a picture of Seth holding Universal title in his gear with the with the top that has like he somehow pulls off. A, an outfit that has abs drawn on, like he has like a vest. <laughs> yeah. He just he looks awesome. The guy's great. He's just he just he can do no wrong. Mm -hmm. Seth's a guy who I never want to meet. I I stood next to him at the airport and I purposely didn't talk to him. I was yeah. like, if this guy says to me like, hey, I'm with, like, I don't want to talk to you, it would bother me. Yeah, I, I it would. I can't have that. You're just gonna let him. And yeah. I've had a couple experiences with wrestlers that have kind of ruined wrestlers for me. <laughs> and I'm like, they, not that they did anything bad. I'm just such a fucking idiot. Right. They're like. I, I live a, you know, I wanted kayfabe. I love kayfabe. I right. really love kayfabe. I love it. You know? Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that. So then the other match, talk about Kofi Kingston. There's not much to say except for like, this was fucking great. Yeah. And I, I kind of feel like it, the beauty of this match is actually Kofi, Peter Rosenberg did a great interview with Kofi after this match. You could find it. Uh, and and it, he, he, uh, Kofi kind of says like, he kind of tips his head and goes like, listen, Daniel Ryan, you know he's kind of arrogant in his message. He doesn't deliver it properly, but damn, that guy's the best wrestler ever. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He just finds a way to just be like, yo, I, that match was good because he's fucking amazing. Yeah. And he, you know, but Kofi, I didn't realize really how great, he, I haven't seen him in a singles match really in so long. And like from the, all the gauntlets and stuff. I mean, the guy, uh, I didn't even, like, what's his finishing move called? The SMS. like, uh, not the Trouble the, in Paradise. Trouble in Paradise. Yeah. Trouble in Paradise. That's a fucking great move. Yeah. I didn't even realize how awesome that is. It's like a ninja kick. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I mean, I guess one of those things where it's like, if you're doing something for this long. Yeah. 
it's gonna it's hard. You have to go out of your way to not be good at it. Yeah. You know? And he's great. And I also like he's super fluid on the microphone and like he's super real and he's himself, but it's also good. Yeah. Like he it's 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 not bad. He's not stiff. It's not like big cast or whatever. Like it's a, right? He's just super comfortable and able to be himself and the story is I'm Kofi Kingston, man, and he could put on great matches. I'm so excited to see where it goes. Everyone was so over he was so over mm-hmm. and everyone was rocking the Kofi shirts it was so cool you know it's like Becky storyline was like that's like the art of wrestling or whatever it was that like you get over and then you build you build you build someone up like that and then like Kofi is kind of just like the power of Wrestlemania right, right? where it's like that, that's like the power of wrestling the power of, of specifically Wrestlemania which is like you get over right before this event people start going like yo you're going to the dance yeah and it's just crazy how it happened yeah what is man, how many because I guess next year there's going to be what 20 matches yeah something like that Jesus Christ it would be so much better if it was just like I feel like we've been negative this whole episode but not really. I don't think we're negative. I think I'm talking about like tweaks I would make where it's like, hey, this is WrestleMania. How do we make this better? Like right. we're talking about the entrance entrance could be it could be better. Like right. there's things they could do better, but they got a lot right. Right. You know what I mean? I'm talking about the things that irked me as right. like I think everyone didn't like the finish of the Becky match. Yeah. It was weird. And then I think everyone could agree that Lesnar Rollins match was not the best Lesnar Rollins match we could see. Yeah. You, you, know? gotta, you gotta go back and watch TakeOver if you want to talk about work rate. I saw Alistair Black versus uh, the War Raiders, yep. which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then I saw Ricochet, I saw um, Dream Dream versus Matt Riddle, Yeah, which was great. Yeah, it was inc- uh, maybe from a work rate perspe- uh, perspective, the uh, one of the best takeovers they're always each one is always oh that's the best right. one but this one was the work rate was insane every single match was like at 11 people were moving 100 yeah. miles an hour oh i mean i can't wait to watch it i mean i got it i got it uh you know i'm gonna queue it up hey let's hit some cash ins what do you right. say yeah, yeah what up countation this is raf and the uh, facebook group i've actually been listening for about only about six months and uh, i'm actually on my way to uh new japan uh from calmania and uh I had to leave a little early because I wasn't feeling so great. Uh, but uh, I just want to say, uh, uh Mania was one of the best live events I've ever been to. Uh, Takeover was good the night before, but Calmania was something special. Uh, it was a good time. And uh, I just want to thank everyone who put it together and who put the podcast together because uh, you guys, uh, you have no idea what you do for me. Because uh, when I found you guys, I was actually, uh, I had started dialysis a couple of months before that. And, uh, you guys get me through my Fridays as I sit there for four hours doing nothing except listening to a bunch of guys talk about wrestling. And it's, uh, it helps me get through, uh, get through all that stuff. So, wish I could have said that you in person, Dan, but I wasn't feeling that great. I had to get some food of me before New Japan. So, um, you know, I hope you appreciate it. I appreciate it. Cheers up. Yo, cheers wow. up, man. Wow. Uh, I'm, I, it's funny because I promise you I don't pre-listen to these cashins. Yeah, I literally Anosh just takes the Google Translate and then writes like, oh, it, you know, some kind of description. And sometimes they're way off. Yeah. Uh, 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 no, no knock on Anosh, but man, dude. It means the world to me. Yeah, I mean, it, I, like we could get more more emotion uh, uh, from this weekend. Uh, a lot of people were saying Calmania was like their highlight, and that was and, and and they were saying it in a way that was sincere. I don't know. Listen, I live a fucking kayfabe lifestyle. You know that, so I'll take it. Like it was shoot. Um, but dude, 
Thanks, man. Thanks for listening so much. I really appreciate it. I'm so glad you made it out to uh, Calmania uh, uh, and that we're able to get you through uh, the hard stuff. I think that's kind of why we do this stuff, right? Yeah. If we can affect people, it's certainly not for the money. Uh, you know, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, dude, man, thank, thank, thank you so much for listening, man. Let's get another cash in. We got to play too low. He's 11.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's uh, Tuesday, live, uh, walking out of the Barclays. Just saw an incredible SmackDown Live, a great 205, a dark match with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens gave him like three stunners. I mean, Murder Mania on Thursday with Jerk Mills, and uh, Lauren Moore and Queen of the Ring, and Saturdays, uh, Fridays, NXT. Like insanity. Saturday is Cal Mania, like the, probably the show stealer of the weekend, in my opinion. And then uh, Sunday Mania. Monday I died. I literally was sick. And Tuesday I went to SmackDown. And it's over. And it was uh, honestly, hands down, the best weekend of my life. So uh, this is Tiptoe with Tulo. Congrats, Dan, on uh, winning the championship. I'm really proud of you, man. All right. Cheers up. Yeah, cheers up. I mean, Tulo, you sound fucking dead yeah. in that. Oh, my God. Of course. And understandably, this guy was driving all around, uh, lugging 5,000 pounds of LaCroix. Uh, he, he sounds completely dead. But, Tulo, we really got to work on your cash-in skills, man. <laughs> I mean, you're fantastic at playing an event. But, I mean, there was a, gotta, we got to cut the filler. I mean, there was a- There was a only, hum. There was a hum around you that can only be described as you were descending into the, like the engine room of a spaceship. It was like this organic yeah. hum uh, of, of electronics. Wow. Uh, but Tulo, man, again. Yeah. And by the way, you just reminded me, uh, the other person I meant to thank was Lauren Morant, who's oh uh, amazing. Check out Arch. She has an awesome t-shirt coming out that is a Undertaker, is a WrestleMania 25, uh, uh, talking about merch, WrestleMania 25 uh, 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 tribute shirt that's like oh. Taker and Michaels next to each other. Uh, probably going to pick that up. Love that shirt. Uh, and she made our uh, Calmania shirts. Yeah. And by the way, pick up Calmania shirts before I run out of them. Happens every time I have a shirt. You wait forever to get one. Pick up the Calmania shirts. These will not be printed again, and they were not going up on Pearlizing Tees or anything. All right. I'm too tired to be wired. I'm too blessed to be stressed, but I must admit that I'm too legit to quit. And with that said, this is back again. Christopher from... Myrtle Beach, South Kakalaki. And Dan, brother, congratulations for getting that cow title back from that dastardly bastard. And straight up, things are back to normal. Things are wonderful and things are just great. But enough with the rambling. Something I do want to say is from the bottom of my heart, guys, thank you so much for being so awesome when it comes to to empower. <laughs> Cheers up, bro. Cheers up. Cheers up. Cheers up. Cheers up. Cackalack. Hey, what's up, Jabroniacs? It's the Carolina Britsling and Turner Thomas cashing in back in North Carolina after an incredible WrestleMania weekend. My voice is gone. <laughs> I, I can barely talk, but I had to cash <laughs> in. Um, <laughs> yeah, Calmania was super awesome. Dan and Adam put on a great match. The tailgate on Sunday was fantastic. There's so many great people out there. It's nice to 
meet people you've been talking to online in person. So it was nice to meet Tulo, Jerk Mills, Aaron, Dan, all the everybody was out there. Skyler Aston. I drank beer in the parking lot with Adam Letterman of all people. I became a Lettermaniac this weekend. Uh, WrestleMania was pretty cool to be there in person. It was way too fucking long, but <laughs> I still had a great time. Can't wait to do this again in Tampa. Yeah. All right, guys. Cheers up. Wow. Cheers up. Sounds like he's fucking uh, TDIT. Yeah. Touching down in Tampa. You have to commit right now, everybody, or you won't make it. You yeah. got to, you got to, it mental, it's mental commitment. A mental commitment to TDIT. Yeah. Um, and well, maybe you have Calmania too in fucking Tampa. Who knows? Man, I hope everyone's taking lozenges, oh drinking some God. tea with lemon and honey. All right. None of these are about wrestling. It's hilarious. Um, let's see. All right. Hold on. Hold on. We got it. All right. Here we go. What's up, It's Tony Shane again, just making a quick little theory out there for you. I think that they purposely made Dean Ambrose's exit horrible as a way to try and get him to want to come back to not have such a lame ending. If you look at the night, he goes out and Bobby Lashley makes a wisecrack about his wife and then he gets beat up. And then at the end of the night, after they finish taping, he comes out and makes this great speech the WWE is refusing to show. Usually if something good happens after Raw, they'll like put it on YouTube or something, but they will not air him looking good. And I think that's because they want him to feel unsatisfied with where he left things. So just want to get your thoughts on that. Calmania made me cry. Um, have a great one. Cheers up. Yeah, cheers up. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't put it past him to do that. And also, like, I mean, just from like a... Uh it's like uh, it's a pretty dastardly technique to like sort of like bait somebody, manipulate, someone, manipulate yeah. somebody. And that being said, who who but WWE would do that? Yeah, I mean, look, my thing with Dean is like I think he's going, and I think it's a smart move for him because I actually think that AEW is gonna they're gonna swap snatch him up. He's a he's a perfect example of who AEW should be acquiring. Yeah. They're probably so happy to have him. Um, he'll go back to Johnny Moxley. He'll start cursing and everyone will think it's good work. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I listen, I would love to be wrong about Dean. I'm just not a fan. Yeah. Um, I thought he cut his best promo off air in the Barclay center when I was there on raw on Monday and he was like pretty sincere. And I was like, Oh, that's the kind of realness we could have used from you a long time ago, man. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you know, some, something that's authentic from him. Um, I think that, uh, yeah, I think he'll go to AEW. I think it'll be cool to see what he does. I'm excited. I heard Sasha Banks is also thinking about leaving. Bye. She's upset. Sasha Banks, another one who AEW will buy in two seconds. Yeah. These are major acquisitions for them um, that will make their roster like through the roof, which is what I want. I want AEW to succeed. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm an AEW mark already. Like I want more healthy wrestling competition. Um uh, uh, and they need, and I want wrestlers to get paid. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I want it to be more of a lucrative industry to bring in better wrestlers as time goes by, um, and more jobs in the wrestling industry. But Sasha Banks, another one who I haven't connected with anything she's doing, and like I, I these are two people who I think blame the company more than they should for for opportunities they've had. You know? Yeah. That's my opinion. So, uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, let's see. Hopefully, you know, well, I, I, you know, I, I don't know what else to say about that. I hate to be like too negative and mean, but like, you know, I think so many other wrestlers thrive mm-hmm. and find their footing in WWE. It's always blaming WWE, you know? 
Yeah, and I would also say that if he came across as authentic and he's not coming across as, as, as authentic in his like promos normally, maybe it's like a thing where like, and I would say the same about Sasha. I think she's incredibly inauthentic. Uh, I uh, they probably don't think that they themselves are enough, and that they have to like put on their wrestling character. When guys, this goes out to everybody out there. You're enough. And, and, and also, I just want to say, as as a comedian, like in the comic comedy world, you see this kind of attitude a lot. So I feel like I recognize it. Yeah. You know, not not to be someone who's just being negative on wrestlers that are not my guys or whatever. You know what I mean? I think you see it a lot. You see a lot of people who 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 are. I mean, I think about myself before I started this podcast. To be honest. Yeah. You know, and you can blame. You're not getting the opportunities that you want, and you could go blame me like, oh, because this industry's bullshit or blah blah blah. Or right. like we were talking about with you, right? With the theater, not you know, uh, you're not getting the opportunities you want from this place. Mm -hmm. You know, you can get a place of like fuck this place, blah blah blah, or you can just take your own. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or or or, uh, you know, I I, I kind of see that where it's like, oh well, I would say. D <laughs> Dean's exit seems to be pretty legit. Like he, he seems to, you know, he's just like, hey, I'm not resigning my contract, and I'll show up for work every day. He kind of seems to have a good attitude. To right. be honest, one of the things I respect the most about him is that he's like, hey, I'm just gonna go after, you know, right? Um, you know, whatever he wants to go outside, you know, uh, uh, you know. So whatever, I, I don't want to get into too much. It's just I'm sensing a bad attitude that I have no proof of. Sure, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. But when you start whining around WrestleMania time, mm -hmm. that's a bad look. It's right. such a bad look because it's other people's shining moment or whatever. You know, right. Kofi did it for 11 years, you know, right. was, was a guy whose job was to do the rumble spot and that was it. Right. You know, uh, and then he won his first ever title shot. He won at WrestleMania. So anything's possible in this business if you keep your head down. Mm -hmm. So when people are like, fuck, you know, but again, I'm also not involved. So I'm really not qualified to talk about this stuff. Right. I'm sniffing familiar behavior as a guy who's also in the arts. Right. Right. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I think WB is let Dean, there's no point in making Dean look strong. So why not make him look weak at the expense of other guys? I think that's really what's happening. Um, all right. So I can't play any more cash ins because my iPad has died. Okay. But let's talk about a couple of quick things before we head out of here. What do you say? Sure. Um, Undertaker showed up on Raw. Hmm. And uh, he he just stunt, he uh, Tombstone Elias. He looked awesome. It was really fun because I was in the building. Uh -huh. So I got to see it. Uh, but uh, so you didn't see so on TV. Bummer, why it was, why, it was why? even better on TV because when the you'll have to find the clip and watch it. Right. Uh, when the gong hits, right. Elias is like looking down at his guitar. The gong hits and he looks up at the hard cam. Yeah, terrified. And it was, right. and then the lights went out. But there's a split second of him like, oh fuck! And then the lights go out. It was such an like, amazing shot. Why did shot. I say dead man? Such an amazing yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you have to go see it. But it's kind of weird because like, if Taker's that healthy, yeah. She had a man. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was he, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, he was looking nice and uh, lean, right? He looked fucking great. He yeah. was shirtless for the first time ever. I mean, he's on so many roids. Oh, yeah. But he yeah, looked yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. You, when you, I mean, yeah. Uh, we didn't talk about the Triple H Batista match, by the way. Yeah. It was fine. I, it made people go to sleep yeah. live. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, it seemed like the kind of match that's better on TV because yeah. it was a lot of like pliers and stuff. It you know what I mean? Fine. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but 
I really just didn't. I was. I didn't care about Maybe that match. Yeah. I was excited for the entrance, and I liked Batista's entrance more than I liked. I loved just like a bunch of SUVs. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. just. I like a classic. Just, Poor guy, fucking so tripped getting in the ring. I know. Ugh. I know. But he's like, you know, he's. Yeah. He, but I, I, it seems like he's happy with it. You know, he, he and I respect. He went on his back. He took took a couple of big spots, and yeah. he's like, I'm retired. Like he's so successful. He's great. Whatever. Um, and I can't wait to see yeah. uh, uh, Stuber. And do a review. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, we'll do a review on that movie. It looks really cool. Uh, I have some friends who worked on the movie. Oh, nice. So maybe we'll get some insight there. And uh, I talked to Kumail about working with Batista, which was very fun. Uh, Batista, Kumail, I was like, hey, uh, you know, I was at the party with Kumail one time, uh, two times. I was at two parties with Kumail. And I just was like, uh, hey, uh, you know, uh, Batista's cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we're just both getting food. Yeah, yeah. Batista's cool. He's like, yeah, man. And then uh, he was really excited to go. He was at WrestleMania, and he was like, yeah, I'm going to WrestleMania a couple weeks. He was really excited. He had a big Batista sign. Yeah. Uh, I'm really excited for this movie. Cause, uh, one of my buddies worked on the movie uh, doing, like, punch-up on it and said Batista was, like, awesome. The fucking coolest guy. No one has a bad word to say about Dave Batista. Love it. So, um, it seems like he was happy with the end of his career. So, that was cool. So, anyway, let's talk about just some, so take or shut up. Whatever, um, um, Lars Sullivan debuted. Yeah. yeah, no one seems excited about that. Here's one thing I want to talk about, okay? Because everything on Raw, SmackDown, was kind of whatever. They had like this unification angle going on Raw, where it was like, let Seth and Kofi get a match. Why don't we unify these titles? Because the women's did it. Women did it. And we got shake up next week. By the way, oh, it's exciting. Who's running the show? Like, does he always say, how did WWE work? Like, they come yeah. out and decide it. Who's, who's doing it? I don't know. I need a fucking GM. Yes. Like, I need it. I, 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 I require it. I think that's what's cool. I, I don't like wrestlers making matches. Yeah. I don't. I want someone coming out. I'm a sucker for, like, he comes out and be like, let's make this official. Like, or, and it can't be, if it's not the McMahons, not Baron Corbin, find someone good at that job. Yeah. That can't be that hard. Why can't it be Why Paige? can't it be Alexa? Why can't it be Alexa? Yeah. We don't need Alexa Bliss wrestling. No. Right? She's she back be, wrestling. She would be a great GM. When she did it, didn't she like help Well, Corbin? here's the deal. What I hear is that Paige is cleared to wrestle. Uh, and Paige came out on SmackDown and said to the Iconics, next week, I'm gonna, she's like, I have a, I'm going to be bringing out a team of my own. Uh -huh. And I feel like she might she might wrestle again. Oh, and let me funny. tell you, Paige is fucking amazing. Yeah. Pa Listen, Paige is such an asset to this company. She's exactly... Paige, look. Paige Ooh, is a, I'm just thinking about a Paige-Becky Lynch situation. Paige is... She's such a wrestler. Yeah. She's such a wrestler. She's a real-life fucking badass. Yeah. She, she owns who she is in such a special way. I, I, I'm such a Paige, Mark. I can't wait till Paige... If she can wrestle... The sky's the limit for Paige. Yeah, because we didn't really get to see her healthy, right? Like, she she was still obviously dealing with some issues when she came back. Well, Sasha Banks, like, broke her back, obviously. And then obviously. Sasha Banks, you know, good riddance, uh, hurt yeah. her. But I would, yeah, I'm excited to see her healthy, sober, I assume, right. and yeah. ready, you know? Um, Yeah. Yo, what did that Shane Miz spot look like at home, The the flip? The the, the uh, suplex super oh, off the thing yeah awesome see I, I, well, that's an example of something I was live I was right there yeah. like I couldn't there was no sound effects and like I couldn't I I I it, it was so high but I couldn't see what they fell on really yeah so I kind of assumed it was like a bed oh yeah no it was wood it was like a it was like a very thin 
layer of wood that they broke through, and yeah. it was clearly like a cushion or not like a, like an airbag, some or something kind of like spring underneath under or whatever. It. Yeah. Uh, but they broke through wood. Yeah, but also like that's such that was fucking high. Yeah. That it was, was a great. cool spot. That match I really got to rewatch because it looked really cool. And Shane had like a clearly a black eye. Yeah. Real- and then I liked the Miz had something to say about it later. He was like, uh, uh, you know, that not all wins are not all wins are counted yeah. one, two, three. Like he, yeah, I know he was like, ah, uh, he was cause that was what Shebs bothered by that. Cause yeah. he was like shame. Like Miz was the, uh, on the offense there, but then they just fell it away where Shane got the pin. Right. But I was like, that's like the beauty of wrestling. They orchestrate that to, to work out. I have out. a quibble with that. I yeah. do. I agree with Shebs. Yeah. The pin should be intentional. It's bullshit. If you fall on somebody and then all of a sudden you're pinning Why? them. But that's like the, your shoulders are down. No, it has to be intentional. So you don't think somebody who's passed out could pin? No, it should be intentional. Well, I almost lost. Even I cal- if, even if, knows, but at Calmania, I almost lost. No, I almost lost that way. No, but even if, even if it's somebody dragging the other person over and making like their lifeless body cover their body, there was intention behind right. that. If you just land that way, uh, yeah, I have. A, I don't like that. That was a pin. What is going on with Shane? Why is he so like dead in the eyes? I mean, the guy like he's got a cool this best in the world thing going is really cool. I mean, at the punk I said saw some comment on it. I didn't even click on it, but <laughs> he had some comment on it. But I'm saying Don't that get worked, uh, they were like chanting CM Punk or whatever. But like I he like, like he had the announce guy who uh, like, go, like uh, he was like do it again, and then he was like doing it like he kind of looked like uh, he was doing like. Like a real heel, like a composer, yeah. just being like, "Oh, it's such music to my ears when you announce me." That was a great heel, but his his performance is like, there's no animation to it. Like, flat. it is so flat. Yeah, and like the it's like Shane, it's, it's it should be working for me because Shane is like does awesome spots. He's a real like Bristol, Mr. WrestleMania type. Yeah, and he's like the owner of the company. Shoot, so like that should all work. But he really has a hard time. Like his voice is like a little low. It's like he doesn't. He's it's his performance. Like I've fucking been brilliant. saying this. Someone needs to like zap him. Yeah, I've been saying this since he came back. That he seems he his delivery is like a manager right. giving a like motivational speech at a meeting uh, that everyone showed up early. Right, for. right, right, right. All right, right guys, we're gonna get him. We're gonna make those sales go up. It's going to be a great time. And it's like, right. Maybe he's like, just from an actor standpoint, he's not a great actor. He's right. not really tapping into anything. He thinks it's enough for him just to show up and say these things. Right. He's not trying to act. He's not trying to put emotion behind it. You yeah. I, I don't know. But I, I, I think the, the sky's the limit for, for Shane because he's Shane. Right. And he has this heel run going. I'm just like, just lean into it a little more. It could be, oh, it could be re- way hotter than it, yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I another thing I'm not loving Owens stunner. No, I don't think he's given. And look, I, I think I give it better stunner than Owens. There's oh. a lot of fo- there's a lot of video footage of it. He stunned uh, maybe I don't know. He stunned somebody, but I, I don't remember. I, I don't think his stunner looks great. Mm. T- uh, I think some people on the Facebook page were agreeing with me. Yeah, I would have to go back and look. Did you do it on SmackDown? Yeah, yeah. it's like he's not. He's not popping back up quick enough, you know what I mean? Like when you use stunner, it, there's, there's 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 a spring in it because you, you got to get back up to get in their face. Yeah, but I, I, I'm not liking it. Anyway, uh, I like conceptually that he gives a stunner. I still think Becky needs a strike finish. Yeah. Well, the the stunner, like I said, in in 2K19, there's the stunner. There's the uh, where it's like just the stunner, right? And then there's the stone cold stunner. Yeah. And the stone cold stunner, he brings full stank on it. Yeah, he brings his one leg up first. Yeah. 
and has it there for like a nanosecond and then brings the other leg up. And it's like, it's like both legs don't go up at the same time. First leg goes up, hangs for like literally a nanosecond and right. then the other. And it kind of gives the, like the, the feeling of like, you know, right. more oomph. Uh, I, yeah, and there's also, by the way, in like those old games, like Ar uh, the N64 games, they also had the McMahon, st they had the stunner when the McMahons would give it. They had all of them. Right. All right, that's all the main stuff mm -hmm. from this Sounds week. Good. What a week. My voice is still hurting. It, <laughs> it like came back just in time to do this podcast. Um, but everyone, thank you so much for everyone who came out and supported uh, Calmania. It meant the world to me, and this is just the tip of the iceberg. But, man, everybody who helped out in any way, including just buying a ticket and being there, just being a spectator, it means the fucking world to me. And thank you to all those people I said before. Uh, uh, thanks to Skylar Aston for agreeing to be the special guest referee. Um, thanks to Arlen and Shebs uh, for doing the show. Thanks to Newman for really bringing it, man, and, and hitchhiking all the way across the country to be there, man. That was nuts. You showed up right at the beginning of the show. Lucky. That was awesome. You yeah. smelled like shit, man. Oh, yeah. My body smelled bad because it was, uh, I think I slept in trash. Yeah. yeah. And thanks to Dolph Ziggler uh, for uh, two awesome shows at Caroline's. I hosted on Saturday night. Was a uh, was a great time. I met a bunch of wrestlers. I met Lita. I met uh, <laughs> there was, was there was a bunch of wrestlers. It was an awesome time. And uh, thanks for him to, for doing our show. If you want to check out Calmania, I'll be posting the full video uh, either at the end of this week, sometime early next week. But I'll have the full show video. But you can listen to Calmania right now for free on our main feed right there. If you want to see the match video, including the amazing package made by Anosh, go to Patreon.com/slash Comedians of Wrestling. Join our producer level and um, just know being uh, a, a patron of this podcast you're supporting every aspect of what we do here you know um, uh, uh, everything we do like is fueled from there if you like what we're doing if you're getting something out of it please consider joining patreon.com slash comedians wrestling and just donating a, literally a couple bucks every yeah. single month um, and you get and, and you get bonus episodes for it but it really helps uh uh, it really helps the show and helps our vision for what we're trying to do. But um, also, you can get your Calmania shirts. These shirts are fucking dope. I love them. Uh, uh, if you want one, hit me up now. Message me on the Facebook page. Or DM me on Facebook. Uh, 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 and uh, they will go. I've never had a, show, uh, a shirt we didn't sell out of. Yeah. And you will miss out on it. They're, they're dope. Uh, made by, designed by Lauren Moran. The best. And uh, cool. Also, I'm going to get all the mailings out. I hope people mailings, as I was going to say. I owe people stickers. And uh, we dropped a little be below 150 for the patrons. When we get 150. I already have designed for what the giveaway is. It will go to all patrons at all tiers. Yeah. So we just need like two more patrons. We had boom. 150 and we went down. Yeah. 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 We went down a little bit. And sometimes it's because people's credit card, like at the end of the month, it has to like go through and you know, your card expires, stuff like that. Right. So that always happens. But let's get that back up, put in your new card yeah. and uh, let's get our push to 200 going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, sick, sick, sick. All right. So everybody. So what, uh, and what was that? Was it a knock on the door? Yeah. I, we have this, we have the studio until. All right. All right. All right. That's weird. Yeah. You're going to get it? Oh, wait, what the fuck? Hey. What? Hey. Newman, no, what? Oh. Get the fuck out of here. Oh! Oh! oh.
Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.